folks, <laughs> we have a special podcast today. We have the Hodge Twins. And they tell me, when they walked in, I looked at their beard. I mean, it's very hard to tell them apart. They say the ladies can tell them apart. So if you're watching this, let us know who's Keith, who's Kevin, who's sitting mm -hmm. on the left or right. And we'll be watching through the commentary to see if you have any idea of who's who. If you mm -hmm. don't know who they are, they're social media phenomenons. They've been for a long time. They have a YouTube channel with a, a two and a half million subscribers, former Marines. They're professional. I mean, how should I put this in a diplomatic way? Professional shit talkers. Shit talkers. Very, I was just going to go there. Shit talkers. Entertaining. But here's the other part. There's a difference between shit talking, but sometimes talking trash to the point where you make the audience think and say that kind of makes sense you know so mm -hmm. there's a different aspect to, to it where it's just purely entertainment purposes the other aspect mm -hmm. is also uh, uh wanting to get some people to think interesting story about these guys obviously they're twins but they've both been married for 15 years i want to say Over one of 20. you has 22 20 years, years. 22 years mm -hmm. and one of you has four kids one of you has three unless if it's changed right yeah no, just three for me not to my knowledge <laughs> <laughs> well, i think i got i think i got only four kids <laughs> i might have a couple out there <laughs> okay, <thank you>. <laughs> adam's kind of a guy anyways okay so look we got a lot of things to cover obviously we'll get into it here in a minute but let me kind of uh, preface what topics we're going to cover after we learn more about them at the beginning uh, there's stuff that happened in Iran I want to talk about. Something happened with uh, ladies in Iran who are cutting their hairs as a form of protesting against the hijab. And the morality police, you should have seen what happened uh, just a couple days ago. I want to talk about that. Armenia, what happened with Armenia against Azerbaijan? That's been a pretty interesting uh, uh, event taking place there where Nancy Pelosi went and paid a visit uh, uh, to Armenia. It's not a good situation. Azerbaijan is purely bullying and a member of the parliament, imagine like a head of state getting up and reminding the Armenian people, when I play this video for you and you hear what this man said, it's going to be very, very disturbing. We had a massive crisis, folks, take place in, in Martha's Vineyard. I mean, it's tragic events that these folks, there's two million people crossing the southern border, but God forbid if 50 are sent to Martha's Vineyard, they have to call, they may, who they have to call, Tyler? They have to call who? They, they called the army. They called National Guard. I think it was 125 <laughs> National Guard members for 50 they, immigrants. They called the National Guard for 50 immigrants. I mean, obviously, I'm sure you guys got some things to say about that. Newsom the other day called out DeSantis for, for debate, and I like uh, uh, DeSantis' rebuttal back to him. We'll get some commentary on that. And then Kardashian had a, uh, a, a meeting, a sit-down with uh, – 2021 Forbes Woman of the Year, Hillary Clinton. I don't know if you guys are familiar with her. Uh, they had a sit-down with yeah. her and Kardashian. They had a, a legal quiz going back and forth, which was interesting. And then we got a few other stories that we'll cover as well. But aside from that, I, my sister bought this magazine yesterday. We'll just do a little bit of trivia and have fun with this. Okay, she bought this magazine yesterday. She comes to the house. We're playing dominoes. Dylan, again, is back at it at eight years old, just kicking everyone's butt. Although, Paulette, they won yesterday. And it shows her estate. And I want to ask you guys this. Try to play along without Googling this and messing it up. Mm -hmm. But, Adam, I'm going to ask you, and Kevin, Keith, I'm going to ask you guys as well here in a minute. On She had a big stamp collection, okay, on how much you think that was worth. She had a big car collection, real estate portfolio on how big it was, her uh, horse uh, 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 racing uh, value, her royal collection of art, what that's worth. But here's the one I really got a question I want to ask you guys is the crown jewels. She wears this crown jewels, okay? This is what it looks like, okay? I don't know if you've seen this or not. Mm -hmm. Adam, that's what it looks like. I want to know what you think that alone is worth. In a minute, we'll go through it. But at this point, 
Keith, Kevin, uh, for folks who don't know your background, first of all, thanks for coming out. Take mm -hmm. right off the bat, just tell us a little bit about your story, how it came about to you guys becoming, you know, YouTube phenomenons today where everyone's wanting to learn more about you guys. Well, it, uh, it started back in 2012. No, 2010. 2010. Yeah, it was actually, uh, we just, uh, we wanted to be CPAs, accountants. Yeah. But we had this job where we was insurance adjusters. Right. You being so. serious right now? You're joking. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, serious. Yeah, we, we, we work for AAA of Southern California. Yeah. yeah. Who the hell wants to get into insurance, yeah. by the way? <laughs> I just needed a job. You said, you said tax collectors. <laughs> right. Imagine right. these two showing up a job. Taxes are due, motherfucker. Whatever you want, man. You're right, gonna pay right. it though. Yeah. yeah, we was uh, claims adjusted. We had a uh, we had no auto accidents, and I came across YouTube. YouTube was in its infancy at the time, and I went to Kelsey. said, "Look, these people are on YouTube." Let's uh let's start doing videos. We can uh we can be comedians. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, he came to my cubicle, which his cubicle is right on across from mine. He walks around and tells me, I said, What are you talking about? I thought it was gonna be certified public accounts. You yeah. Know? Now let me ask you, while you're doing that, did yeah. you did, did a video prompt you going to him or no? Like, did you see something that said, dude, we can do better than these guys? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just... well, we said we saw a video, so look at all these views these people getting. These people are whack. This is pride, you know. Yeah. So uh, we started doing the videos. But we was having a hard time finding the time to do it because we had full-time jobs at AAA. So we came up with a great idea on our lunch break at work. We can go into the uh, second floor. There was a conference room with no signage or anything. It was just an empty floor. It was vacant. So we would do our videos in there. Somehow or another, HR found out that we're doing videos in there. <laughs> Well, you forget how they found out. They was investigating this one guy right. because he was passed up for promotion. Uh -huh. So we had did some videos with him. So when he went to his YouTube channel and they saw him talking trash about the company, right. there's me and Keith in several of his videos. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened was the uh, HR, at the time I remember the economy, it tanked. We was, it was totally overstaffed. This is 10, 2010. This was, mm -hmm. yeah, it was around yeah. 2011 or so. Okay, something got like that. Yeah. yeah. So we was totally overstaffed. So uh, I remember me and Keith was coming back from lunch, and we saw HR. Right. I was like. Whenever you see HR, you're like, oh, shit, somebody's going to get fired. Yeah. Yeah, it was this bald guy, bald white guy. <laughs> right. This and is he was purely uh, reminiscent of what we got going on over here. Right. <laughs> and this, Shout and, out to Robert O'Rourke. And he yeah. was obviously, not, does it, not that it matters, he was obviously gay. <laughs> he was a gay guy. We got the same right. situation going on here, bro. Ball right. gay guy. We're coming back from lunch, and Kel's like, look, hey, Charles here. They're going to fire somebody. And right before they walked in the building, they stopped and looked at us. And then they walked back. And I was like, why the fuck are they looking at us like that? <laughs> Shit you not. I sit down. I yeah. clock back in. Uh, excuse me, Keith. Um, we have to see no, you in the conference let me, room. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me tell this. You're getting out of order. We hey, sit fuck down. you. I'm, I'm, <laughs> so, so we sit down, right? I'm at my cubicle. Yeah. And then the, uh, I remember was the, the manager's out of the office. The assistant manager came up and said, hey, Kevin, um, we need to talk to you for a moment. I was like, oh, okay. I totally forgot about it, y'all. <laughs> so I'm sitting down, right? And I said, oh, shit. There's the, the bald white gay guy. <laughs> So we sit down, he's got a female with him, and they start asking me questions, like loaded questions, like questions they already know the answer to. And I was like, uh, this, is this about the YouTube videos I'm doing? I said, yeah, I do videos, but I don't say where I'm at. There's no signage. Nobody knows where I'm at. I don't even tell people where I work at. What's the problem? I said, well, you're using some foul language. I was like, y'all calling me over some foul language of a video that nobody knows where I'm at, and it's during my lunch break while I'm off the clock? Mm-hmm. 
So I lost it. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, because okay. that job was so demanding. You would come in in the mornings on Monday. Your queue was full of uh, claims. From you the would, weekend. I'm on the phone all day, constantly. You have no time to take a break. And I was like pissed. I'm like, I, I, I come in here every day. I bust my ass. I don't make any problems or anything. And you're talking to me about some YouTube videos. Some foul language that so, nobody heard. I mean. So, so yeah. they was putting me on a minute. Now, did any one of them go and take off or not yet? You guys haven't taken off yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like one got two million views and they're like, hey, right. everyone's was, calling us. It was, it was not, like 1,500 views, man. It was got nothing. It. Yeah, got yeah. It. So <clears throat> they, uh, we getting uh, like a verbal altercation. They call security and all that. and They escort me out. Before they escort me out, I said, hey, it's with my twin brother. I know if you're talking to me, you got to talk to my twin brother. I said, where's Keith? I went to his cubicle. He's not there. <laughs> they already grabbed his ass. Yeah. So I'm walking all over the, the floor. <laughs> hey, where's my fucking brother? <laughs> right? So I'm like going in all the empty rooms. Hey, hey, Keith over here. Hey, hey, Larry, keep going here. And then I was like, yeah, but I don't know nothing. <laughs> so I find Keith. He's in the conference room sitting down with HR. It was funny when I was in there talking and it was asking me all these yeah. loaded questions. I was like, yeah. Then all of a sudden, the door busts open. <laughs> there you are. These motherfuckers fit in a fire. Well, you were hiding out? Where were you at? Yeah. I was in another conference room on the other yeah. side of the building. Being yeah. interrogated or yeah, just, interrogated just by, hanging out by the gay HR. guy with the yeah. HR? Yeah, yeah. This guy's so, making moves. So I looked at Kevin and then um, they had lost total control of the situation. And uh, they called security. And we went back to our desk to, like, pack up our things. And there was a lot of people. People were actually crying because we had been there for, like, yeah, like three or four years. We were, like, yeah. really friendly guys. With Everybody knew us. Oh, everybody. you've been working there for a while. Oh, yeah. It's okay. I got yeah. you. Yeah. So I met mm-hmm. my um, couple of the secretaries that I always used to talk to them. They were, they were upset. They were crying. And mm-hmm. it was just a, and it was a horrible situation because at the time when I got fired, my wife was eight and a half months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Right, and I was like, so right. we was worried about the insurance thing and whatnot. And my wife was like, get a real job. YouTube's not a job, so it, <laughs> <laughs> not at the yeah. time, for not sure. Time, yeah, yeah, not at the time. But looking back on that, was such a blessing for that to happen to us because yeah, that gave us literally a year of unemployment to see if we could make YouTube work, mm-hmm. and it eventually did. And yeah, mm-hmm. we wasn't making money the whole time. Like the money we was earning, like fifty cent, sixty cent. Oh, Keith made two dollars this month. <laughs> Yeah, Way to yeah, go. And yeah. then, you know, we was on unemployment for, um, I think, 10, 11 months. And right before we got um, off on unemployment, we made partner. And we started earning a little money. And yeah. we kept doing it, kept doing it. And yeah. by the time our unemployment ran out, you know, we was able to – we wasn't making the same amount we was earning from AAA, but we was earning just enough to survive. Yeah, and we always want to be, like, self-employed. I never want to work for anybody else again. And I thought this yeah. was a great opportunity to take advantage of that and – I never would have thought it would have took the route that it did. I had no idea I'd be here sitting yeah. talking to like famous people like you. Like, <laughs> famous people. Yeah. If I famous was a, rich people like you. <laughs> if I was in a bank I, vault. <laughs> in a bank vault. Right. Come on. He bought out Chase oh. Bank and took it from me. <laughs> Chase Bank pays the him. They're right. the ATM outside. That's right. I never Facts. thought I'd make it this far. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if, if, yeah. I, if I was in high school with you guys, like if yeah. I'm in like 10th grade, who yeah. are you guys in high school? I'm curious. I was the shyest, weirdest kid you ever Get out of here. We yeah. were loners. Yeah. Seriously. So yeah. this is in Virginia? This. Yeah. You guys are loners in high school yeah it was so just you, us you're not class clowns you're not athletes you're oh, not we, like we, we used to so, act up but we was always together yeah. we was each other's best friends we was class clowns, but um it was like we was just so shy 
And I wanted. Who's like weird shy? Yeah. <laughs> socially yeah. I remember, awkward. I remember. <laughs> yeah, socially awkward. That's I remember this is how weird we was as kids. After a basketball game, we was in junior high. We was walking home, right? Yeah. And these white girls pulled up. I think up. it was after basketball practice. No, it was after the game, I think. Oh, Which one is it, guys? Get it together. It's one of those. We walking home, right? And these white girls put up from our school. Hey, Harsh Twins, where y'all going? <laughs> I freaked out. I took off running. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't spit any game? You didn't holler? No. You just ran away? I was just weird, man. I what? Was, I was, you know, I wasn't gay or anything. I was just, you know, he's just, he got But nervous. hey, 20 yeah. bucks is 20 bucks. Now, <laughs> were both of you guys like that with the ladies? Yeah. Or? He just left me down. They're like, where's your brother going? I was like, I don't know. I'm going to go join him. <laughs> Wow. wow. So, so yeah. no sports. You, 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 oh, we, we played sports. Yeah, okay. we played sports. But yeah. uh, as far as like, it was just like me and him. That's all we needed was each other. We didn't we ne- need friends. Yeah, who we caused never went that, to by the way? Who, who created that 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 for you guys to be close? Did, which, did a parent play a role in this? Or was it just the two of you guys? I think a lot of it had to do because when we grew up, we were really, really poor. Really poor. I didn't have, We didn't have nice clothes. We didn't have anything. So we just stuck together. Yeah. Oh, so mm. we stuck together because we didn't want to get, you know. Bullied <laughs> for not because we didn't. I remember we were self confidence was low, yeah. Self confidence because where we live, how poor we, mm. we didn't have food yeah. most time. Uh-huh. Um, so we just stuck together because we didn't have a lot of self confidence as kids growing up because our childhood was so rough. Yeah, did, everybody did else we, was wearing like uh Jordans yeah. and we're walking around with USA 500s from the dollar store and yeah. shit like that and rustler jeans. Everybody had Jordan, yeah. It sucked. Our first house that we lived in when we was kids, it didn't even have a bathroom, had an outhouse. What year did you guys yeah. grow up in? 1920? No, they're the same age as us. They're only four yeah. weeks older than me. We're four yeah, weeks we apart. Just turned with and you're using outhouses? You outhouses? just had a birthday yesterday mm-hmm. or two days ago, right? Yeah. You guys just had a yeah. birthday. Yeah, happy, oh, birthday happy birthday to you guys. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. So, so, so mom, dad, any what values were injected? Like, give us mm-hmm. a paint a picture of what values were injected growing up in the two of you guys. Was it, hey, you got to work hard. Hey, you yeah. got to respect people. Hey, you mm-hmm. know, you got to read books. What, what were some of the values? My, my dad. He worked two jobs. He was a barber, and he worked at this, um, at this, uh, to- like a, it was Philcrest. Mm-hmm. It's like a textile mill, and uh, he was never home because he always had two jobs. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like really Christian, and she always told us to do the right thing and never do drugs, or you'll wind up like your cousin. He's on drugs, <laughs> and you don't want to yeah. be like them. So, but um, uh, but my dad, he worked really hard. Actually, yeah. one of his jobs eventually killed him. He caught yeah. some. Um, disease that has worked from breathing in cotton, yeah, and it killed him. How old were you guys? He actually died on my 14th birthday. On your 14th, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how did that affect you guys? Man, it was terrible. It was it was rough. Yeah, I mean, um, it's been so long ago, but mm-hmm. um, and then I had an older brother who went into the military, so that was somebody else to look up to. And um, a lot of my friends, looking back on it, they didn't have no dads. Yeah. I didn't realize it at yeah. the time, but all my close friends, all my close black friends, none of them, they had a mom, they had a grandma, yeah. no dad. I never noticed any of that stuff, but when I look back on it, at least I had a dad. I think that's what kept us in line. Because wow. a lot of those guys, they, uh, wow. unfortunately for them, they got locked up. You know. And, and was there a relationship with Pops? Were you guys close for the 14 years? Like, was there any kind of, like, you played sports together? I was scared together? of my daddy. Yeah. He's a okay. big guy. Well, He's mean. <laughs> well, so. we, he didn't really, daddy didn't really talk much. The only time you saw daddy is when you fucked up and he was beating your ass. <laughs> and yeah. he would beat our ass. Would he? Oh, man. Yeah. 
Like old school or new old school? Old school. Dad, if Daddy was alive today doing that shit, he'd be locked up. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that yeah. shit he did to us. What Daddy the, would. What's the running back that got in trouble for whooping his kids? Uh, oh, and, uh, Mike, Peterson. Uh, Peterson. Yeah, Adrian Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. Oh, Adrian he made Peterson. Peterson like the Pope. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, he got knocked out last week, by the way. Peterson did. He, oh, he did? Against the bell. Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell was the other the running back. back? Yeah. yeah, he knocked Le'Veon him out. Bell. He knocked out Peterson. Can we uh, can we stay here on this dad concept? Yeah, because yeah. we just came back from Madrid. We were interviewing Andrew Tate. I'm sure you're familiar with him. Right, yeah, 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 exactly. And a, a major focal point of the interview was uh, the role of a father, the role of a man, the role yeah. of uh, what Andrew Tate's dad, the influence he had over him and his brother, the role that. Pat's dad, Gabriel, uh, had over him. Mm-hmm. And you said that your dad passed away when you were 14, but he was a badass dude, would whoop your ass, all yeah, that. And, yeah. But, but yeah. you appreciated the fact that you, at least you had a father. You're talking about mm-hmm. the fact that all your friends didn't even have a father. You didn't even realize it. Yeah. Meaning it was just completely normal in your lifestyle, right? Right. It was, and then when did this epiphany hit you? And like, what happened to all your friends that didn't have fathers? I think this is something that young men are lacking these days. Yeah. A male influence, a male figure, leadership. Go ahead. You know what? My dad really didn't talk much, but I saw what he did each and every day. Yeah. That was a huge influence on me, what my dad had to go through as far yeah. as working two jobs. And I think that's very important for just men in general because if you don't have a father figure in your life, you're going to be like a woman, actually, if that's who's raising you. You're going to yeah. be like an angry woman. Yeah. Emotional. Women are typically emotional. Mm-hmm. And you don't want your men to be emotional. That's like a that's like a nightmare for men. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and as far as my mom, she really battled with a lot of self-confidence because my mom, she grew up during Jim Crow. So yeah. by the time I was an adult and I was 18, I was traumatized about white people being racist because that's what she endured when she was a growing up because she actually lived through Jim Crow and all that. What would yeah. she What would she tell you guys? So, hey, Keith, Kevin, just make sure when you're going on the streets, when you go to school, if the white mm-hmm. man, what, what were some of the mindsets that were instilled in you? With, uh, with specifically? Well, my mama, was, for the most part, was traumatized by racism. Yeah. Everything she looked at was through a lens of black versus white because that's what she experienced. Makes sense. So when when I graduated and I went to school and when I went on to the military, I looked at white people totally different than what I do now because I heard all the horror stories Mm. growing up as a kid. I lost my father. He wasn't in my life, but my mother's in my life. But what she instilled in us is just fear of racism. Fear of racism? Like fear of people judging you based on your color? Okay, Mm -hmm. I got it. It wasn't like... Hey, son, in America, you can do whatever you want in your life as yeah. long as you do the work and you read. Is that what she's saying or no? Yeah. She's saying the opposite. I, we, we had a lot of experience with racism. I, I remember uh, Keith was, um, uh, he was a spelling bee. He was oh, in a, he's in a big time speller, you know. I, you, so Keith, he actually let me really, tell this my story. <laughs> this is sixth grade. I was really I want I seen kids on TV going through the spelling bee and winning. I was like, I want to be that guy, right? <laughs> so I was sitting home. <laughs> so I wanted to be that guy. So I, I, I remember uh, a spelling bee was announced. It was yeah. like two months. Ago, I said, I'm going to enter this. So I was sitting home just going over the list of words that's going to be um, you know asked to spell. And I remember Kevin's like, man, you suck. You really want to be a spelling bee camp? But anyway, I studied yeah. my ass off. And um, and it came down to me and this white kid. I remember his name was Croy. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. Remember Croy? Croy. Oh, Troy. Oh, Sorry, gotcha. that's my southern dialect coming through here. Gotcha. Um, Troy. Um, and they asked me, they came to me and said, spell almanac. I remember it to this day. 
I'll never Almanac. Fuck, I'll never, I said Almanac. I got this one. <laughs> I know how to spell this shit. I said Almanac. A L M A N A C Almanac. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Did she say, I'm sorry, you misspelled it the correct spelling and is this? Yeah. And I was like, No, I I spelled that correctly. And then it's like, no, and then she spelled it. And I was like, that's what I just said. Yeah. And then they escorted me off the stage, and the mm-hmm. white kid won. And I was so pissed. But I didn't realize it was racism at the time. I just thought I messed up. Mm-hmm. So I had this one teacher. Her name was Miss B. She was a black teacher. She was the meanest woman. Nobody wanted a class. All the <laughs> black students. <laughs> meanest black woman in the world. None of the black students. Oh, man. You got Miss B for, oh my God, she's the worst. No black kid wanted her. <laughs> and she was black. Strict. And she was black. And she's she was strict. real hard on the black kids. Real mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. In I a remember, good way or a bad way? In a good way. Okay. I remember this I black you. girl showed up. <clears throat> she had on. Wait, let me just, in, let me uh, No, no let, let me just. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 just more There was this girl named Sonora. She showed up. <laughs> she had dark red, bright lipstick. Yeah. She was a dark skinned girl. Mm-hmm. Miss Drew actually took her, bent over knee, and powdered her, and made her wipe up all the lipstick, and told her she'd like a prostitute. Wow! <laughs> this is your girl, Miss B. Yeah, Miss yeah. Drew. Miss Drew. Miss Drew. Drew. What was it? Miss Drew. Miss Drew. Miss Drew. But anyway, back before I was rudely interrupted by your brother. Yeah. <laughs> I, after the spelling bee, I was I was kind of like in tears. I was pissed. I By the way, too, you, right? you, you sure. spelled it saying. correctly. No, I did. spelled it correctly. I saw Back to the Future too. I'm very familiar with the, <laughs> uh, the concept of the almanac. <laughs> right? You spelled it right. 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 So I go to Miss Drew and she's crying. And she was like, and that's the first time she ever said anything nice to me. She's like, I'm so proud of you. Right? She, I was like, but Miss, Miss uh, Drew, I, I spelled the word correctly. She said, no, honey. It's just some things you don't understand right now. Right? Yeah. And uh, she explained to me, I was like, really? Well, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> now, the community you yeah. live in, what's the, what's the split? What percentage is African-American? What percentage we, is white? We actually grew up in a poor white neighborhood. We lived in a poor black neighborhood before, but then my dad said, let's go live with these poor white people. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can put up with the racist jokes. I can't put up with all these damn crime and murder and drugs. Yeah. yeah. So um, we grew up in a poor white neighborhood. That's crazy perspective right there, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. to to see if you have a choose between yeah. crime, you know, all of that mm-hmm. versus the racism. Yeah. Father chose the pain of having to deal with that over yeah. potentially losing your kids. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. And he actually said that? Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot safer. I mean, that was a... It was the west end of town mm-hmm. where all the black people lived in the city, and no, they chose over there. Don't so, forget, Keith, we got um, after basketball practice one day, one of the teammates. Yeah, actually, sixth grade, sixth grade. Sixth grade actually pulled a gun on me and Keith. Yeah, after before, basketball and said, Give me all your money. I said, Man, you robbing the poorest black kid. <laughs> <laughs> this is a white kid or a black kid? It's a black, black kid. kid. And this he, before they changed grade. schools. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they tried that. to rob two broke ass brothers. Yeah, yeah. 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 but no, two black guys in town. What'd you give them? I think I gave him a quarter. And I think I had a couple of shiny red pennies. That's all he got. Yeah. And, wow. And that was on the black side of town. Yeah. And this kid was our age. What was we, 12, 13? He's already well, got right. a gun. I think it was 10, and, 11. Yeah. And he yeah. put it right to our face and robbed mm-hmm. us. But the coach saw him. Yeah. And they called us in the school the next day. He said, what happened? I said, yeah, uh, Michael pulled a gun on me. And then he, and they said, and then they expelled him. Yeah. Funny Six thing years. is, we went home. We was in the military. 
we went home and we went to the West End where we used to play basketball. Just to reminisce. And to then see. we saw the guy that pulled a gun. He saw it. out of here. And he took off. I said, that was Michael. Let's get the hell out of here. He's probably going to come back and finish with <laughs> Yeah. That's like a white man can't jump. He right. says, I'm going to my car. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so can yeah, I ask yeah, you guys yeah, a question about this? Yeah. I think it's very powerful. We just said that you grew up. Your mother was uh, born and raised born, uh, Jim Crow, dealing with yeah. all that. You yeah. you were raised amongst mostly black people. You moved to the mm-hmm. poor side of town, all white people. Mm-hmm. What lessons did you learn about white people? Because your, mo- your mother made you very yeah. scared of, of white people, I assume, right? Yeah, right Basically, right. the lessons yeah. she was teaching you. Yeah. But here you are in a in the poor area of white right. people, right? It's not like these are yeah. privileged white people or even right. like... You know, right. blue collar East Coast racism, right. white people. These I, are trailer shark people. I, re- I remember uh, playing with my friend. I ain't gonna mention his name. He came to one of my comedy shows. But uh, <laughs> every time we would be playing with them, when we come up and they start playing with them, all of a sudden he would have to always go inside, right? His mom didn't like us. Yeah, his mom didn't like us. I said, "Hey, man, why y'all keep going inside?" You know, mm-hmm. he said, "Oh, my mom don't like niggers." Said this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. He started laughing. I kind of started <laughs> laughing too. I was like, "You don't say," because <laughs> yeah. my mom already knew. She already told me. Yeah, that's why they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. So, so what, what, what happens? So, from this upbringing that you have, extreme, which in a way, I know it's going to sound weird, but you have the best of a, the, you have the worst of both worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have the one side to see mm-hmm. what it really looks like, and then the other side is what racism looks like. Mm-hmm. So then you guys join, do you guys join the Marines at the same time or no? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. You guys go to the same unit, same everything? Is it the same MOS no, or no? Was it different? No, it's all different. We got okay. split up. They didn't, uh, our recruiter thought it'd be a bad idea two identical twins with the Marine Corps at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. So we went in like three weeks apart. Yeah. And then not the same unit or same base? No, no I, I was first battalion. I was third battalion. Yeah. Where, where at? Parasala. Parasala. Oh, so same same mm-hmm. uh, base, but yeah. just not the same unit. Right, right. Which kind of, you still had a chance to have fun together, though. I mean, it's, no, not, not hardly so. Not Marine Corps boot camp. No, I oh, thought I was going to I got you. <laughs> boot camp. I got <laughs> you. Yeah. So was it active or was it, were you uh, reserved? Active, active. And then where did you go to after boot camp? I went to San Diego. Kevin went to Tustin. Yeah. MCS Tustin. It was an old air wing. They, they closed down when I was getting out. I remember George Bush was cl- closing down a bunch of bases. We went from MCS Tustin to MCS El Toro. Then he took El Toro to, uh, I think it was um, MCS Miramar in San Diego. At what point are you guys, like at this point, politics, what role does politics play in your life at 18 years of going into boot camp? I no. thought all Republicans was racist. I thought all white people was racist. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was raised to be a Democrat. Mm-hmm. My mama always uh, taught us to say, see, look, Democrats are for blacks. Republicans are for whites. Yeah. She taught me that from as, as young as I can remember, like five, six, seven years old. I remember we was watching the debate, and then she always, up and down, she couldn't stand a Republican. Yeah. What was the reasoning? Because she linked Republicans to racism? Is that kind of— She yeah. was what very was, naive when it came to politics. Yeah. She had no know. idea that Jim Crow was by Democrats. She had no idea yeah. that the KKK was started by the Democrats. She had no idea. My mom was a good woman, but she didn't know shit about politics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of ours, though, right? I mean, yeah. if you yeah. look at a lot of our, you know, who raises us, they don't mm-hmm. they don't sit there and go. So, mm-hmm. what event caused you guys to get a little bit more into it and get interested? Was it this insurance job that you guys had? Where <laughs> right. I would uh, say oh, it's my older brother. Um, he was a Republican. He used to put things in my ear, but I just thought he was an Uncle Tom at the time. Yeah, you know. I and, guess I think over time, as you like live your life and you have experiences with uh, other people other than that look like you, you start to develop. Like, you know what? 
I have control over my life. If I make good decisions, I will go for it. It has nothing to do with my skin color. Yeah. And I think we just both saw that over time. Yeah. I remember when we first came across, uh, I didn't know the difference between a liberal and a conservative. I came across Ben Shapiro, right? I remember he was on Pierce Morgan show. They was going at Guns. Yeah. The yeah. Guns. yeah. It was NRA, guns. Second yeah. Amendment. Yeah. So I was a batshit crazy liberal at the time. You know, so I'm like looking at Ben Shapiro and I was like, oh, man. That white supremacist, he's got to answer for everything, you know. And then I found out that he was Jewish. It's like, wait a minute. How can a white supremacist be Jewish? Those two don't go together. Yeah. So I started listening. Then after I watched Ben Shapiro, even though I, I hated everything he said, everything he said made sense. Then I came across Larry Elder. Started looking at Larry. Mm-hmm. And then and then Keith came across um, Mark, Le- Mark Levin. Mark Levin, uh, yeah, on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Keith would just listen to him because he was always talking shit about Obama. We just thought he was racist. <laughs> 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 but the more you listen to him, it's like, this dude's starting to make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know. Now, who's introducing you to this stuff? Is it your older brother or are you just, uh, just coming across it? You two. I got you. Yeah. And just, are you guys living together at this time after the Marines? Uh, no, we're not living together at the time. But uh, I remember I started seeing Kelsey. I said, man, look at this new Ben Shapiro video. <laughs> He's killing this black guy over here. <laughs> and yeah. uh, it's just common sense, really. If, yeah. If I people, think conservatism, the seeing conservatism, all it is is common sense. Yeah, if you just sit and listen to both sides and just be objective and listen to what both sides are offering, I literally do not understand how anybody yeah. could be a Democrat these days. These, I mean, you got, you got women competing against men. You got... They pushing all this stuff on kids with the drag queens and hysterectomies for girls yeah. before they go into puberty because they want to be a man. I mean, yeah. this shit is this is a freeing stuff. This yeah. should not be being pushed mainstream like yeah. it is. I think the breaking point for us was um, I voted for Obama's first term because I I thought you know I didn't really know I just voted for him because he was black. Yeah, at least That's, you're honest about it. Yeah, I'm being honest about it. But um, he was the <laughs> eye opening after Obama. And I started listening to both sides. I hated Obama so much, I actually voted for Mitt Romney. Yeah, hmm. think, think of that. Yeah. Who From Obama to flip to Mitt Romney. Yeah, he was yeah. the only option. <laughs> wow. How did yeah. that happen? Yeah. Think How about d- that. When Obama ran, think about this. It was, it was Mitt Romney and John McCain. In 08 was McCain and, McCain and 12 yeah, was Romney. That's, Correct. That, that was the Republican option. I think right. uh, I think I, I'm not too much into conspiracy theories. It's like they almost set Obama up to be president. Yeah, they almost set him up to be president as a one-term senator. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what, what do you mean set them up? Yeah, set like up. they planned it, like they wanted a black president. Yeah, it's like they're yeah. both liberal. I mean, far like McCain. Who's both both liberal? Uh, McCain. I mean, they're Republicans, but they're liberal. The way they vote, the way they uh, their views, it's liberal. Like Mitt Romney is not a Republican. You know what I mean? McCain, he's a Republican, but no, he's really not a uh, a conservative. It's like that was your only option if you didn't want to see Obama. In well, don't aren't, these people are called rhinos, right? Republicans in names yeah. only. Wouldn't yeah. say so the problem with you know we can kind of talk Democrats, Republicans, what what right. conservatives these days. Mm-hmm. But the the contingency where you're talking about Liz Cheney or Adam Kinzinger, the people who are mm-hmm. not you know Republicans, these are mm-hmm. traditionally what Republicans are. Mm-hmm. Now it's MAGA. Right, so there's this kind of infighting within that. I don't even think so. It's they MAGA. would say that yeah. MAGA is not traditional Republican. Uh, so how do you process yeah. that? I just think there's a bunch of disinformation. MAGA. I mean, Trump is not the Republican Party. Correct. Yeah, Trump. MAGA is, is not the Republican Party. Yeah. Correct. The Republican Party now are conservatives. 
uh, people who believe in conservatism, the Constitution. That's what the Republican Party is. It's not MAGA. It's not Trump. Yeah. Trump galvanized the constitutionalists who are on the right, but he is not the Republican Party. Yeah. That's just propaganda. That's all. It's, that's all that. But is. do you actually think that's conservatism- that to discredit? The Republican Party. I'm sure they are. But do you actually think when you define conservatism, the mm-hmm. first thing you go to is the Constitution? Because that's not where I go whatsoever. I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think 99 out of 100 Americans could tell you what the hell the Constitution says, left, right, or center. Yeah, so, I'm the same yeah. way. I'm saying freedom of speech, freedom to carry a weapon, yeah, you know, just, mm-hmm. yeah, just freedom to assembly, freedom to go to work. I mean, just basic yeah. rights that we have under the Constitution. And over this last pandemic, they took all of that away from us. Even the Republicans initially shut everything down, but over time, the Republicans was the party that said, hey, we're hiding from a virus. Yeah, mm-hmm. This is stupid. You can't hide. You can't run from a virus. It's time to go back to work and live our mm-hmm. lives. Yeah. But the only people that remained that shut everything down and wanted to hide from it was the Democrats. Yeah, Republicans just believe in freedom. Let yeah. me live my life. Yeah, And Democrats think they know how to, uh, to uh, live everybody's life for them. I'm not for that. That's the Republican yes. Party in my eyes. Also, Republicans just want to be left alone. Democrats wants to be in everybody's life, it seems like to me, you know. Yeah. Well, no, I, I you're absolutely right. I mean, we're living in a state which is called, you know, the yeah. free state of Florida. There's no doubt that yeah. Florida DeSantis has led the way in terms of freedom. Mm-hmm. You guys were living where during the pandemic? Uh, we was in uh, Nevada. You're in Nevada. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how did your state handle the pandemic? Mask shutdowns, yeah. just stupidity. Okay, because we've been in Vegas a couple times, right, Pat? And and the first time we were there, I mean, every it was like desolate. It was, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and it killed them because everything in Vegas is tourism, right? So it really bit them in the ass in the long yeah, run. We, we had to eventually open. We up. were the first ones that did an event when they opened it up, and it Correct. was a surprise to everybody when they mm-hmm. did open it up. But mm-hmm. but let let's keep going here because again, <clears throat> my interest is how you guys went from. Mom and dad, how you were raised. 14 mm-hmm. years old, you lose your dad because you said a place he was working at where, mm-hmm. you know, he, he he goes on your birthday, which is talk about a day that you're going to remember for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, mom is saying, hey, racist, be careful, guys, all this other stuff. Then you go yeah. to the military. Your older brother's kind of like feeding you some stuff on the conservative side. Then you hear some Ben Shapiro, Larry Elder. Yeah. You see some Mark Levin, and you're like, hey, this kind of stuff makes sense as a conservative mm-hmm. as you're. You know, growing up. So, at what point did you guys say we want to talk about this? When you when you created the YouTube channel, did you think you were going to go that route, or was it more, you know, let's review some supplements, let's test this out, and let's mm-hmm. do that, and let's it was do more this. about just having fun. Okay, talk Got about it. current events and uh, fitness, relationships, just having fun. Yeah. Then over time, you know, um, we saw the direction the country was going in. I remember the the, the breaking point for us was. Um, when the kid that was in Texas, he went to a Whataburger and he was wearing his MAGA hat. Yeah. Remember, he got attacked. Yeah. I took it from him. So he came up with a great idea. I said, hey, let's, let's don't say what we are. Because we hadn't came out of the closet yet. Yeah. So we was closeted. <laughs> came out of the closet. <laughs> yeah, it was closeted conservatives. So your audience doesn't know yet. They have you know? no idea. How long have you been creating content without them knowing about it? Uh, we've years. been on YouTube since 08. Four, five, six years. Oh, so, so you go in six yeah. years, they don't know your... So the first time you choose to do it is to wear MAGA hats. Yeah. Okay. And how does that work out? Yeah. Well, we told you know what before before I cut you off. We used to take because we always love the cops. We would always people. Oh, I love you. Your channel, what you do, relationship is funny. We would take pictures with cops, and I love cops because without cops, we don't even have a society. This this place is overran by thugs and and, and criminals. You know. So every time we take a picture with a cop, just to show our gratitude for police. 
we would always always get these crazy comments. Yeah, we'd post a picture on Instagram. Yeah. It's like, man, y'all taking pictures with cops? <laughs> Do you know your history? <laughs> is it black people talking shit? Oh, it's black people. If you want straight up, all black people with Tupac uh, emojis. <laughs> if know? you, yeah. I mean, there's ignorant people whether you're white or black. Yeah, but right. if you want to see a real ignorant person, go check out a black dude. <laughs> right? They take ignorance to a whole new level. Well, how many times has a black person called you an Uncle Tom? Oh, I'm dude, sure you've lost count. I'll right? be as rich as him if I. Well, <laughs> <laughs> walk me through that process because yeah. as a black person, you guys are both black guys. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you kind of that you're that good, you know, light skin kind of black. I, thing, I, but, I, I, but wait yeah. a minute, I want to hear the story. They didn't yeah. tell the story. Let them yeah. finish their story with the hat. So yeah. what happens oh, with the hat? Oh, so okay. we, there's a so, story coming up. Yeah, Keisha, let's do a video. Let's don't tell them that we're conservative. We're just going to come down the middle. Common sense, right? Yeah. So we did the video on Instagram, posted it. Always said in the video, nobody should ever be attacked for wearing a hat. First Amendment right, right? Yeah, yeah. So we, I think we even say in the video, if you got Obama shirt, nobody should attack you. If you got a Trump shirt, nobody should attack you. That's your freedom. That's the right you have in this yeah, country. This is America. This is America, yeah. right? We treasure First Amendment right in this country. Yeah. We put the video up, right? And when we put it up, you know how you go on the Instagram, you can look at your uh, statistics? Yeah. Man, it looked like Bitcoin. <laughs> it was straight down. We lost like 50,000, 15,000 followers in an hour. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that really pissed me off. And I was like, I got a bunch of liberal. I can't say the F word. That's uh, derogatory. Um, I got a bunch of liberals and it just really, man, it pissed me off so much. These people have been watching me for years and for them to just throw me away like I'm a used condom just like that because of that video. So it really galvanized us. I said, you know what? Let's start doing political content. I don't want these people following me anymore. Halfway through it, like a week into it, I was like, man, this is career suicide when we do it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. we never knew conservatives yeah. were going to come out and support us the way they did. Yeah. We're, we're more popular than we've ever been. Where were you at the time when you when you lost the 15,000? How many subs We was around 475,000 okay. followers on Instagram. Yep. Yeah. And now we are well over It felt like almost, I think it, it almost got so bad, we almost fell under 400,000. Yeah, yeah. Because of the post, because of that one post, okay, because we so started posting MAGA hats content. On, you're saying we was, we, I never we wore the MAGA hat. I never. I, was I didn't even say it. I was a, a Trump supporter. I just said nobody should be attacked. Yeah. That's all we said. Oh wait a minute. So you never put the hat on. You never supported. You just said nobody should. Nobody be attacked. should be attacked. Yeah. And that cost you fifteen thousand. Same within an hour. Within yeah. an hour, shit fell out off the table like Bitcoin. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. And then, um, but like I said, it, it like really pushed us to start doing political content and. Um, and it's hard talking about politics because it's so – you get pissed off just talking about it. Who who, who was the first – like if you were to say – you know how sometimes – like, you know, we do the interview with Tate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, hey, man, you know, we're going to see what's going to happen. Da, da, da. And then all of a sudden, the people that send you messages like, wait, you follow that? I agree with everything the guy says. I just can't say publicly. Mm-hmm. I agree with – and these are people in Hollywood and sports are like just mm-hmm. DMing me nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. Mm-hmm. And and many of these interviews you do, you'll see who likes it. Like we'll do the mob interviews and interesting communities like, hey, mm-hmm. I watch all the mob interviews. We'll do bodybuilding. The bodybuilding people show up. Who were some of the first big names that messaged you to say, hey, man, we support you. Keep at it. We got your back. Where you said we're not alone. Well, a lot of people that's in Hollywood, they unfollowed me immediately. Yeah. Never heard from them again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all the black ones anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but did you get, did you, when you said you started getting support, I mean, who was a name where you said, wow, this guy supports us? Pro football players from the Dallas Cowboys, um, yeah. pro baseball players. Mm-hmm. Um, 
any Couple political commentators? Any political comment? Like, did did you hear from Larry Elder? Did you hear from Bongino? Did you hear from Candace? Did you hear from any of these guys at the time? They you know, were of course, now everybody post. knows who you are. I'm yeah. just saying at the time. They were. <clears throat> they didn't re- reach out person, but they would retweet our tweets. I got That's like a that. form of support. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but uh, it, the, as far as the whole Uncle Tom stuff, that really stems from, um, you know, black people think. Um, as a black person, you have to vote Democrat. So they're not actually thinking with their mind, using yeah. their brain when they vote. They think with their skin color. So when they see me vote for Republican, they start to project and think I'm voting for Republicans because I love white people. I want to be white or I want to have white friends or white girlfriends. That's just dumb shit I hear. But it has nothing to do with race while we're Republican. Yeah. Black people have <clears throat> not realized why I'm Republican. It has nothing to do with my race. Yeah. I understand why you vote Democrats because you're black and you think um, you think you the believe- Democrat Party own your vote. Yeah, you don't. Joe Biden thinks it too. He said, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. I mean, I get that, but that's not why I'm Republican. It has nothing to do with race. It has everything to do with freedom and so, how I'm living my life. So, so, so Keith, Kevin. Yeah. Yes. By the way, I'm starting to realize the difference. If I see you in yeah, the streets, I'll figure it out mean. immediately. No, you got a different smile than he's got. It's, it's all in the eyes. Eyes is how I tell you guys apart. Nothing more. <laughs> Not color of the eyes, but the eyes right. have a different look. Okay. But but Keith, question for you. So, yeah. um, you know, for you, what you say, I don't understand. It's common sense to be a conservative. Right? I don't even know how somebody could be a Democrat today. So, okay. There's a lot of people on the other side that have fancy degrees that are very well off, that are financially well off. Some of them are billionaires. A lot of them are billionaires. You can't tell me they're they're dummies to be they're not dummies. Why they're, do you think they're Democrats? What makes what what do you think? Why do you think they're Democrats? Well, first of all, they're successful because they're in the greatest country in the world. Okay. First and foremost, um, the reason why they're Democrat is they're not thinking rationally. They're not thinking logically. They're not lose using logic at all. I don't see how anybody could support the Democratic Party with their policies. How would they become billionaires? Because in, to become a, become very successful in life, right. you have to be able to reason and to be able to stretch a dollar. You have to be able to hire the right people. You have to be able to put systems together to raise mm-hmm. capital. Mm-hmm. You know, you, 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 have to, you have to do a lot of those things to be able to succeed, regardless where you are politically. What, yeah. Why do you think these because people still— Democrats use emotion to gain votes, just like what happened in uh, Georgia— they're trying to change around the voting. Um, yeah. um, they want voter ID. How did the Democrats spend that? They call it Jim Crow. This is racism. They actually moved the Major League Baseball game out of um, Atlanta, Georgia to Colorado. Mm-hmm. They use emotion for votes. Once you can grab somebody emotionally, they stop thinking. Tell a black person somebody's racist. Oh, that's all they need to hear. That's it. Yeah. You don't have to use logic to know racism and bad. So when they hear that, yeah. they believe it. Yeah, I think a majority of billionaires are are liberal because they don't think for the uh, little man. I mean, if I'm a billionaire, the first thing, I, I, I don't see why any billionaire would want to be a conservative to begin with because to be a conservative, man, you think about everybody. As far as a billionaire, it doesn't mean you just because you're a billionaire, you're a rational or a logical thinker. All you're thinking about, all you have for the most part is great ideas. For a business, you you put out a great idea, and it, and everybody gravitates to, towards it, and that's how you can you can earn lots and lots so of money then based that, on ideas. Does that mean the so let's 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 identify it as that? So at mm-hmm. this point, you know, and by the way, I'm playing the devil's advocate. I'm just trying right, to enjoy yeah. a good debate here. So let's yeah. identify the fact that people who are billionaires they're great at being creative and coming up with the best ideas. Does that mm-hmm. also mean that? The left has given them better ideas to buy into to vote for because they're attracted by their ideas. Because 
look, it's either messaging, mm-hmm. it's either delivery of messaging, it's either... That's exactly what so it is. What, it's what, how you deliver your message. Okay. It's how you present your message. Democrats yeah. are actually better politicians than Republicans. Yeah. Republicans rely on the truth to push out their message. Democrats play politics. Yeah. They do a lot of ad hominem attacks. They do a lot of things that, you know, intellectuals should not do in any civil debate. They say things they call people like racism. As a black man, the first thing when I heard somebody say somebody's racist, I didn't even double check it. I automatically assumed mm-hmm. they're racist because I was traumatized ever since I was a young age. So whenever I see a yeah. Democrat say the other side is racist, they're being intellectually dishonest because they already know for black people, when they hear that word, you're traumatized. You, that's oh, a red flag oh, for black people. Do, do yeah. you think that's why? So okay, so now now we now we're getting to a, a point of they're able to tap into the emotional side. Mm-hmm. Republicans are kind of like this: is the truth. How do you not understand it? This is logical, you know. Right. But you know the whole thing about facts tell stories sell. You know, mm-hmm. Republicans are trying to sell facts, and people are like, "You're not yeah. emotionally." T- t-. So y- y- going going back to the whole thing with the emotional side. Okay, so I tell you like this, Patrick. Uh, Democrats they um, sell victimhood. Yeah. Nobody wants to be able to. Like Republicans, it's all about pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you know. As far as when it comes to Democrats, they like to sell victimhood. It's very hard to convince somebody that you are the problem. Like, it's not your government. It's not society. It's not racism. Your life is based on the ideas you come up with and how Nobody likes work. that. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear yeah. that. And that's a very hard sell. Th- that's a <laughs> Every, very hard sell. Very good point. Yeah, everybody wants to hear, <laughs> oh, it's not my fault. It's the government's that's fault. That's so powerful. Oh, it's powerful. not my fault. It's yeah. racism. Yeah. That's why, yeah. um, polit- I mean, as far as being a Democrat, they do have, you know, they have it a lot easier when they present their messages because a lot of these things that they share with people about racism, uh, transphobia, all these things, a majority of them are just made up terms to divide everybody so they can grab your vote. They could care less about society if you ask me a Democrat. Like the one thing about uh, uh, trans people, they are high suicide rates. They die at a higher rate than other people. Mm -hmm. I heard Joe Biden say that. Uh, Trans people are dying all the time. Well, he never says why they're dying. Why are they dying? Are they dying because they're transgenders? Somebody's killing transgenders, or are they dying because they're they are they participate in risky activities, or risky behavior, or risky behavior, mm-hmm. or mental health issues, or mental yeah. health issues is leading that for it's, sure. Yeah. So I mean, I understand that's happening, but why is it happening? Why don't we address why it's happening? Yeah. Instead of saying uh, explain why it's happening, they'd say it's as a result of transphobia. Yeah, white supremacy. And then they call us transphobic. You know how many comedy shows we got canceled because they label us transphobic when I'm not transphobic at all? Yeah, like nobody, like they always, we had like three or four shows canceled. Like a lot of people don't know, my my youngest son, his babysitter was transgender. Nobody knows that. Yeah. But we live in Virginia. yeah. Yeah, she was a female. She wanted to live her life as a man. She's transgender. Every time she came there, she's looking at entertainment television, looking at a bunch of drag shows. I didn't fire her. I didn't throw her out of the house. When she came and sat me down and said, hey, I'm going to start transitioning, I was like, we mean transitioning. Uh, mm-hmm. You got to give me two weeks notice. <laughs> <laughs> Before I transition That's to a new babysitter. That's the time I came across it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't fire her. I still, we still know her. We still yeah. talk to her from time to time. I'm not transphobic. So, so do you think do you think this whole thing with emotion and logic? Okay, yeah. so I'm going to go to an interesting place here uh, 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 with our friend Adam. So, 
emotion and logic. Do you think maybe, you know, say the left is willing to play dirty politics where maybe the right doesn't get as dirty as they do? Hypothetically, Absolutely. a lot of people say this. Okay. Absolutely. But a politician. Do you think this is why they lost their minds when they found an equal match and a guy that was willing to get dirty and play the emotional game as Trump did? Yeah, and yeah. he's not part of the whole political system because, like the Bushes, I mean, they've been in there. Like Trump is not a politician. Yeah. Like when I look at Obama, you can listen to him. He's a great talker. He's very charismatic. Yeah. It makes you feel good inside. Yeah. yeah. When I sit down and listen to Trump, if I'm if I'm a malcontented person, I feel horrible about myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. He gives tough love. He yeah. tells it like it is. He's not going to sugarcoat anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could take some lessons from Ron DeSantis. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But Trump is not a politician. He's like a UFC fighter. Yeah. He's going to, like when he he started going at it with Rand Paul. I mean, that wasn't a debate. That was bullying. You know what I'm saying? But and that's Rand, why all the conservatives gravitated towards him, because yeah. we just went through Mitt Romney yeah. and McCain. Yeah. And Rand Paul's a patriot. I love Rand Paul. Yeah. He's an intelligent guy. and He just pushed Fauci again this, this last oh, few man, days. Oh, man, he's all over Fauci. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so you're saying, so you're saying him, he came in. So, he, for you, do you see a DeSantis now uh, 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 looking at what worked in? Like, I, I almost see like DeSantis, a very good student, by the way, mm -hmm. because DeSantis, you know, in sports, uh, uh, the NBA changes every once in a while. So, mm -hmm. uh, 30 years ago, to win a championship, you needed a big man. So, it was Akeem, Robinson, Shaq, like right, everybody right, needed a big right, man. Yeah, right. big Ewing, we got to go get our big man, right? And yeah, I was like, right. no, nah, you really don't. You need a good two guard, or you need a this, <laughs> or you needed that. Right. And then, oh, we're going to do our, you know, what he called the, the Boston when they had Ray Allen, big Paul. Three. You need a big mm -hmm. three. So, LeBron, Bosch and all this guys. I see DeSantis sitting there as a student watching and saying, let me tell you, Romney didn't work. McCain didn't work. But this guy made every one of them feel so uncomfortable because he shot fires first. That's what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. And DeSantis in his own way is practicing his trolling abilities. Because mm -hmm. if you go back to DeSantis four years ago, he wasn't a guy that was a troll. I don't know if you, I don't remember DeSantis being a troll. Mm -hmm. But now you're seeing the top gov. Now you're seeing all this stuff that he's doing. Mm -hmm. Is he oh, trying yeah. to say, for those of you that like that part of Trump, don't worry, I'm going to do that as well, and you get that as well, on top of yeah. the right policies. Yeah. I see a little better than him, but he still, when he when he says something, you can't twist his words. You can very easily take Trump's words and twist them around. Yeah, like You when, can't do that with Ron DeSantis. When Trump said about the, you know, the whole kneeling thing was going on, yeah. and Trump said, fire those sons of bitches, <laughs> throw them out. Of, I'm like, you're not going to get the black vote calling those black football players <laughs> Mom, sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you what can't. do you think? I mean, needs I liked it. I liked it. Fire them. Get them out of here. Yeah. Shouldn't be protesting our flag. Protest injustice. Don't protest our flag. Yeah. You I mean, know, I was, but I it's gonna, the right to protest. Um, That's their right to protest. Yeah. And I'm not saying they don't no have doubt. the right to do so, but mm. it's also such thing as an effective protest. Yeah. That protest was very ineffective. You divided the country when you do that. If you really want to bring people together, hold up signs of white and black people who's been killed and murdered by the cops that you feel that was unjust. Yeah. Hold up the flag because yeah. the flag, that flag stands for freedom for us all. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of coming up with Black Lives Matter, it should have been All Lives Matter. If yeah. you really, but no, it wasn't about bringing things about police brutality. It's about dividing this country. It's they about, really want to bring us together in police brutality. There's a man that died just like George Floyd. His, his name was, last name was Tipper. It, it occurred in Texas. 
exact, he died the exact same way. Mm. Those cops are still on the force while the cop that, you know, kneeled on George Floyd, he's in prison. Mm. Yeah. Because it's not about bringing people together. It's not about police brutality. Pushing, that Black Lives Matter was all about keeping black people thinking a certain way so they are vote a certain way. Yeah, That's the only reason why we have that organization, push in my victim. humble opinion. Yeah, they're pushing victimhood. Now you look at that organization, they're suing each other. Over what? Money. That's why that whole organization's there. Yeah, money. Got it. Yeah, I mean, I'm processing your guys' story. You know how basically your mother... Mm. Uh, Raised during yeah. Jim Crow, you guys were devout mm -hmm. liberals. You voted for Obama in mm -hmm. 08. You've been going through this sort of red pill process. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, basically you're talking about mm -hmm. BLM and and you're standing up against that. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think the facts are I mean, by a percentage or two, 90 percent of Black people vote for de Democrats. I don't yeah. even think it's yeah. close, bro. It's right, not like yeah. 50 50. Yeah. Not even close. It's the only demographic that does that. Yeah, w exactly. Why do you? Th what do you think needs to happen for Black people to realize? All right. Let me be a little bit more open-minded and maybe even think about voting Republican. I'm not saying they're going to pull a switcheroo, yeah, but to think, even yeah. like let it into their temptation. It's tough because because what do you think will happen? They always say white supremacy is coming from the right. No, nah, mm -hmm. that shit's coming from the left. If they really want to change black people's perspective when it comes to politics versus liberalism and conservatism, Hollywood would get involved. But they're not going to do that because yeah. black people that cash cow when it comes to politics. I believe in white supremacy, but it's not the white supremacy of the man in the Ku Klux Klan outfit saying in this, in that. No, whites, when I look at white supremacy, I look at the hold the Democrats have on blacks and the way they think and how they label other blacks that are conservative. Mm -hmm. That's how I see white supremacy. But what do you actually think needs to happen for that? Uh, transition to, to happen. Our well, Hollywood ain't going to do nothing, bro. What, you know that. What needs yeah. to happen for what? I'm curious. I didn't for hear. blacks to actually consider to vote Republican. I'm trying to understand it's, that mindset. It's, 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 I don't think it's because Hollywood's not going to change. Yeah. That's the right? main reason the, why the media is not going to change. Yeah, that's the main reason why they it needs to start yeah. with the grassroots, right? It needs yeah. to start by black people like you yeah, guys, like need, Candace Owens, need, like Larry Elder, civil rights leaders. Okay. Well, can you know? You know, but that's the thing, man. In this day and age, you don't need a black leader. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with a white guy telling you the truth? Yeah. Why does it have to be a black guy? Why can't it be a Chinese guy? Mm -hmm. If you if you really want to judge people by the content and skin, why does it have to be a black guy that's telling you the truth? Yeah, yeah I I feel you on the surface, but yeah. I, I but people. I feel you too. Color is very important. Though, it is but, important, especially to black people because. The main reason why uh, Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated, right. the main reason why Malcolm X was assassinated, is because I don't, you know, the message they put out there mm -hmm. about being independent, work for yourself, you know, work hard, make good decisions. That's the main reason why those two men were assassinated. And, and guys, don't forget, color matters. Why did you vote for Obama in 08? Go yeah, ahead and tell me. Black, I was uh, dumb, there you go. I was a dumb so, no, well, But because you saw a black guy and you said, you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm going with him. Yeah. Yeah. Forget about we, policies. We, forget we, about, we lacked objectivity. I got to yeah. tell you, though, I, the I, main I, reason why I voted for Obama is because what my mama went through. I really wanted her to see a black president. And before she died, yeah. she's like, man, yeah. this country has changed so much in the years I've been here. Look at your brother. He retired from the Army. Look how successful he is. He said, and my mama's told me that. She said, yo, you look at you guys on YouTube been having a good time. She said, man, this country's changed so much. Yeah, There's no question about it. I, I think it's already happening, Adam. I think it's already happening behind closed doors. Look at look at the country as a human being, okay? As as the country is aging itself, it's also going to go back and forth with different types of crises you experience. Mm -hmm. When you see certain things, you're going to change. I think behind closed doors, people are still like the other day. Cardi B, 
She just went on a rant on Twitter. I know you guys had an issue with Cardi B a few years ago, which was very interesting. Hey, mm-hmm. if they would have paid, college tuition would have been free. I wouldn't have needed to strip. And you, you're like, what are you talking about? And you guys it's came never back. never going to free your taxes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But she said, she's like, you know, my family's calling me and I'm, they're asking me to help, her out financial, help them out financially, which I'll do. I'll do that. That's okay. I'm doing it with some of my family members. But what is going on with inflation? And he says, then she said the line. I don't know if you heard what she said. She said, and I know some of you are going to say, well, you're the problem. You voted for Joe Biden. I'm not blind. I know what's going on. I'm paying attention to what's going on. I have money. So Cardi B? Wait, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. For her to even say that. Right. Yeah. To even say that to mm-hmm. get that audience. And then, you know, you're getting more people gradually talking about this where the other night we're having spending time with a guy from Hollywood who... We're going out there having dinner. We're having a nice conversation together. And he says, listen, man, you guys got to know there's a lot of conservatives in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of conservatives in Hollywood. One of the best things that happened uh, to Hollywood and what's going on right now where I think this is going to be flipping, I think Netflix ruined Hollywood. I think Hulu, Netflix, I think Amazon, I think a bunch of these OTTs, I think Daily Wire with the movies they're making, I think Barstool, I think us, I think, you know, you go to some of the smaller guys that are coming up. I think, you know, even uh, uh, Rumble with Chris, what he's doing over there, I think every one of these things is getting people to check and be like, ooh, maybe before we would have just dropped the guy like this, we can now because Mm -hmm. they have an option to go to the other place. Maybe before we could only put the video in one place. Are we going to take it down? Well, I'm going to put it here. You don't have another place. So Spotify now allows certain users to put videos up so people go watch it on Spotify. People Mm -hmm. go to Rumble. So I think what happened is when you play this game of choking people and silencing them, uh, uh, me and uh, 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 Tate were talking about this the other day, is behind closed doors you're giving birth to flag carriers who don't want to be controlled. They want to be left alone. And those flag carriers are also passionate that they're willing to come and find their types of people. And they're doing it today. So I, I think Hollywood, the days of a Weinstein having a control of everybody, you have to go through him. Those days are gone. Netflix showed a formula that bunch of people are following. It scared the crap out of everybody in Hollywood. They don't know what to do right now. It's the best thing. Same with social media, by the way. Right. Same with social media. So I Disruptors. Think, I think it's going in the right too. direction, and I, I think it's already going in the direction. But guys, like people are listening. Like right now, if you're listening to this, I'm looking at the commentary. You know, our audience, you know, we have people that are obviously capitalists, but we have some people that go, oh, I hate Trump. I hate this. I People listen and they say, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Look at the story, what they went through, you know? Sometimes mm-hmm. when you're going through something as a kid, you're like, why the hell am I going through this? Like, what are you doing, God? Mm-hmm. And then he's up there saying, you'll know in 30 years. That's a long time. Don't worry about it. I'm going to know how to use you in 30 years. Be patient. Mm-hmm. These guys went through what they went through. God's using them in a way right now that, by the way, there's no book that's going to convert in a different way than their stories right now. Mm-hmm. You're watching two brothers telling their stories. Here's what happens. Some people are like, yeah, I kind of relate to this. You know, this kind of does make sense on, on what's taking place. By the way, mm-hmm. you know, from uh, just listen to you guys, the feeling I get is in the most subtle way, you guys are leaning more towards DeSantis than a Trump administration in 2024. Is that a pretty good read or no? Uh, I'll take them both. I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah. take either or. Okay. But uh, that's the funny thing about it. I, I don't know if Trump's going to run. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't know. Just looking at what DeSantis is doing, I think he's going to run. Yeah, but and I don't Trump may not run. I think yeah, I think Trump's going to run, but I think I, I'm not necessarily think DeSantis is going to run with Trump though. Yeah, I think yeah. DeSantis is going to run. 
Yeah. And if Trump wants to run for president in this time, that's going to get a... <laughs> well, it, so, yeah. so there's a whole different camp that even, you know, yeah. Tucker kind of, is, you know... Uh, Right. Alluded to a little bit that you know this indict, indicting thing. You think any of that's going to be taking place? You think there's? I don't any believe like- any of that. Okay, got it. But I mean, indi- they've been Trump being indicted. Yeah, I mean, for years they've been saying he's been doing yeah. this and that, and nothing ever came of it. And now they're raiding his house. I still yeah. don't believe until I see it. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Keith? Where are you at with that? Could it happen? Could it get that ugly where they may do that to him to just eliminate I mean, they a competitor? Him, they impeached him twice for yeah. just breathing, so I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. put it past him. I mean, what are they going to indict him for, being orange? I mean, <laughs> I mean he is guilty of that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean you might he, not like You know he, what I had to get over when I was when I when I made that switch over to conservatism? Mm. I always voted for people who I liked. And I and that it brought that to my head when you said that you don't vote for people who you like. You vote for people who's going to make, you know, that's going to make this a better place to live. You vote for their policies. Has nothing to do if he's handsome, if you like him, if he's charismatic. It has nothing to do with it. I want an asshole in office if he's going to take care of my family, my rights, and protect our country. You don't care if he's an asshole if he takes care of I don't of care if he's an asshole. Yeah. yeah, but see, you're objective. Most people ain't objective. Yeah. You know Yeah, that, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, Bill, <laughs> you, you guys uh, watch Bill Maher ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay, he's getting more and more, leaning more and more. Well, he's right. just well, a typical Democrat. He's not far left. He's just that's yeah. what he. What he's Democrats a traditional used to be. liberal. Yeah. And, yeah, but you talked about being an asshole, right? And yeah. I think that's part of the reason that Biden, you know, is the president now because people were sick of the asshole tendencies. <laughs> but I'm going to read yeah. you what Bill Maher had to say. He was basically saying that there's the rise of the meh voter, the uh, meh, like ah, ah, yeah. ah. Just, mm. uh, I just don't, ah, uh, Trump, uh, uh, meh. Yeah. You know, this whole concept. And he uh. said one of the reasons, obviously, you know, you as, you know, kind of comedian type guys, you'll, right. you'll appreciate this. He said they're basically saying there are so many good reasons that for to give Democrats your vote. Again, this is on Bill Maher. And he basically says, mm. well, things could be worse. Inflation, <laughs> right? The economy. Right. There's no other option because the other guy's a fucking dick. <laughs> that's what he says on this. And that's how people basically process Trump. Right. Is I totally understand that if maybe yeah. if it'll benefit the country. This is a good question. If it benefits the country, would you rather have an asshole in office mm-hmm. or a nice guy and the country kind of goes down the hill? Yeah. You know, that's the kind of the, the what the country is essentially grappling with right now. I yeah. think but you're saying you'd rather have the asshole. Yeah, I think most for definitely. the most part of Trump in office, I'm just speculating. I think if he's in office, I don't think Putin invades Ukraine. I think mm-hmm. it's a huge possibility. You know, yeah, and that's what's leading to a majority of the inflation. I, that I do hear that argument. They they, yeah. they address this. I do hear that argument mm-hmm. all the time. And you very well might be accurate. The other mm-hmm. side, the flip side, mm-hmm. people are saying, all right, cool. All right. I don't think Trump, if he was in office, they would have invaded Ukraine. Mm-hmm. The other side is basically saying, cool, maybe you're right. Mm-hmm. But now that the war is being fought. Mm-hmm. Whose side would Trump be on? Would he be sound be pandering to Putin at this point? Would he be basically sending a lot of money to Ukraine? These are the questions that the left is basically responding with. Right. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. This is basically think, saying if I, he was in office, yeah. he would probably be siding with Putin. I think I don't think he'd be siding with anybody. I think more than anything, he would be trying to side with Ukraine because he wanted his son and uh, Biden's son to be investigated. I think it would be more on Ukraine's side. The thing that would would, would have prevented that whole war in Ukraine is diplomacy. Putin, yeah, yeah, Putin's been saying it for years, decades. Um, Ukraine is not to join. Um, what is NATO? It? NATO. Yeah, that's all he wanted. They got too. That's they, what Putin's been they, saying. They, yeah, they, they're in bed with Ukraine too much. United States. It's just, you, Ukrainians are like Russian blood. You know, that's what happened in Ukraine. Is like 
California breaking away from the United States and becoming wants to join, let's say uh, China, <laughs> China or Russia. That's that's equivalent what Ukraine is trying to do. The United States would invade California, it right? Would be in our best interest if. California wants to be a part of Russia. What is the USA going to do? Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to invade California because they don't want Russia sitting right there mm-hmm. with all their arsenal. They don't want car- communism on that doorstep like that. No, it NATO. They don't want NATO on their doorstep. I don't, be, I, don't, yeah. I don't think what's going on in Ukraine is, is good uh, uh, by uh, any stretch what, of what, what do you mean by that? Who doesn't, want, who, who doesn't want communism on their doorstep? The United States. Got it. I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? California turns to a communist country. Uh, mm-hmm. They go with, with uh, Soviet Union. USA is going to invade California. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not siding with any side, by the way, but I'm just giving you the reasons why Russia did what they did. Yeah. That's why they did. If diplomacy would have came in. Yeah. A leader. It, if somebody leader. Yeah. Like, like maybe Trump, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm just wrong. But somebody sitting down talking to both sides. They don't like this. We can't do this, but we can do this. If we just if they just had three men, I mean, it shouldn't even come to the. Uh, There's uh, people dying in Ukraine right yeah, now. Yeah, it shouldn't even come to like, war anymore because nowadays these wars, nobody wins none of these wars. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like when you go to war nowadays, like it's not like back World War Two, World War One. People actually won those wars. These wars that we have now, nobody wins. Those nobody wars. wins. So when Russia invaded Ukraine, it, it could have been so many things done to prevent mm-hmm. from this ever happening. Well, the, the, I mean, the the greatest analogy these days it's it's essentially a proxy war. The the mm-hmm. entire world is galvanized. I mean, I say the entire world, the entire Western world, mm-hmm. United States, the EU, mm-hmm. other countries are basically using Ukraine as a proxy war because yeah, nobody think- wants to see. Russia succeed ironically yeah. the Russian economy I think GDP was actually positive during oh, really? during, during this war because they've escalating gas prices yeah, the whole the world. situation is weird okay you're funding Ukraine for the war but you were buying gas or oil from Russia I mean it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. yeah why can't we just be financially independent I don't understand why we got to get involved with all these skirmishes across the and it's just it's just speaking of skirmishes show. you saw what uh, Biden had to say about Obviously, Ukraine and con- yeah. continuing to fund Ukraine. But you saw what he said about Taiwan and China. How did you process that, Pat? Which part of it? Where basically said if this the China 60 minutes inv- interview? yeah sixty yeah. minutes interview if that Taiwan if, thing is if scary. China invades Taiwan, would you send American troops to Taiwan? He said yes. And I think the the, the interviewer yeah. asked it again. He said yes. He would defend Taiwan. But did you also hear what he said when he was at, he said yes many times, and then he said. Yes. What would you do to Russia? He says, if I, if I know, I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't Correct. tell you what I'm going to be doing. By the way, I respect that. Yeah, I like that answer okay. a lot. But the, <laughs> there's a part where he says, is the worst uh, of the economy ahead of us? No. It's right. behind us. How, you can't say that. Well, because, you, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But what the so, hell would you expect him to say? Yeah, no, worst times are coming. But the, what you're supposed to say is be straight up. Like what you're supposed to do. We don't know. We're going to find out. If we make some of the right choices, we're going to find out what's going to be taking place rather than saying a flat uh, uh, no, but but I do want to say something here about what's going on during uh, uh, with what you guys are talking about. You're saying Trump would you know would he support this? Would he support that? A mm-hmm. couple things happened just recently with Armenia. Tyler, if you can pull up that one uh, 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 tweet. So so here's 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 very important for us to don't put it on the screen yet until I kind of explain what happened. So in the last week, Azerbaijan troops attack Armenia. Armenia has a prime minister Pashinya. So attack Armenia. A couple hundred soldiers die. There's a lady named Anush, which you see the story uh, circulating all over the place, who the Azerbaijani military apparently took her. They, you know, raped her. They got, they took her eyes out. They put rocks there. They took out her fingers, put her in her mouth, 
And this story is going all over the place. And another soldier, Armenian soldier, this has been happening constantly. Now, when somebody says stories like this, you know what a lot of friends from Azerbaijan will say, how could you say that? You're selling us at evil people and blah, 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 blah. No problem. Fine. Let's speculate together as a person who's Armenian, who you know which side I'm going to lean on. And I, quite frankly, don't even think that Pashinyan is the right leader in the country right now because... While you're doing this, everything's about alliances you create. Look at Israel. Israel created alliances with America. You went and were bought out by China, and then Russia is supporting you in a way, but they kind of run Armenia. You're not really the president, of Ar- the prime minister of Armenia. It's really Russia, but Russia's also playing politics for a couple of different reasons. So what, watch what happens. Turkey. Yeah. This is the part where a person like Putin has a good argument, not necessarily Putin, some people who— are from the side that they're saying NATO's playing games. This is what a Turkish member of parliament just said a couple days ago. I want you to play it, and then I'm going to read what it translates to. He just said this on September 15th, okay? Play it, put the audio up, and then I'll, I'll, I'll say exactly what he's saying to you. Go ahead and press play. So here's a message. I don't know if you're getting the audio or not. Start it over, Tyler. Okay, if you're getting it, don't worry about it. You can go watch this on Twitter. Here's what he says. We say to the Armenian administration, make up your mind. I remind you once again that the Turkish nation has the power to erase Armenia from history, geography, and that they stand at the limit of our patience. This is a member of parliament from Turkey. Turkey is part of NATO. If a message like this is being given, this is like somebody from Germany saying, hey, uh, Israel, if you guys make a comment, don't let us remind you of what we did to you guys right. back in the days with this. And guess what? This guy, can you go up to his Twitter account, please? Go, go straight to his Twitter account. You have his handle. He's active on Twitter. That's him. So he just said this three days ago. This guy's still active on Twitter. FYI, I am not imposing for a guy like this to be banned. I want people like this on Twitter. Do you know why? Because people can get to see that these types of people exist, and you can make a decision for yourself. So now I'm going to give a shout-out to somebody. Nancy Pelosi, I rarely will give a shout out to Nancy Pelosi, but today's one of them. Nancy Pelosi, to me, is 10 times more presidential than Joe Biden or Kamala Harris. Now, forget about politics. Forget how you feel about any of these three characters here. Let me just tell you what I mean by this. Nancy Pelosi went to Taiwan, and China said, if you do show up, look what we're going to do to you. She still went. Yep. Nancy Pelosi, in the middle of all these tr- uh, uh, challenges faced between Armenia and Azerbaijan, she goes to Armenia and spends a day there with a couple of the political leaders that went with her, Armenian folks that went with her, and she goes, pays her respect for what's going on. Now, here's the part. Yesterday, I go on Fox News YouTube channel. I go on MSNBC YouTube channel. I go on CNN YouTube channel. I type in CNN, Armenia. You know what you see? This much. I go type Fox, uh, Armenia, this much. Pelosi goes to Armenia. Nothing's talked about, right? So Turkey has got Azerbaijan's back. Okay, Turkey is a part of NATO, and they made this threat. And what does Erdogan say? Going around saying, we're going to do whatever we're going to do to Armenia. We can make you guys erase. And this you know, parliament member can say what he can say, and they stay on. So moral of the story is the following. You got a Biden. A Kamala Harris was just asked, is the border safe? Did you see a response? Yeah. Where they asked the question, so is the border safe? And I don't know if you got the video, if you can pull it up, because the video was just absolutely ludicrous on what she's saying like you can't even sit there and process it and say did she really just say that tyler i don't know if you got it up or not you look like you're going through all of them yeah okay watch this answer here very weird the border is secure 
but we also no, had go a back. broken immigration you didn't go system back. in particular over the last four years before we back. came Refresh in, because and it needs to be fixed. He asked a question. Okay, he asked a question first and then he goes, okay. Secure. But we also have a broken immigration system in particular over the last four years before we came in and it needs to be <laughs> fixed. We're going to have two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? Listen to her answer. We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and Pause. our administration. All, you know, when I hear her give that answer, all she's thinking about is, how is this going to be written about in the paper? Mm-hmm. How is this going to be cut? So what can I do to give the right answer where I'm not going to be judged for it? FYI, listen, people say Nancy plays politics. Everybody plays politics. Guess what? You play politics. I want the person playing politics to go to Armenia. I want the person playing politics to go to Taiwan. I want this person playing politics to go to the border. So you don't want to go to the border? Guess what? They brought the border to you. Did you see all these people coming yeah. off the bus yeah. in front of our house? Yeah. What did you think about that when you loved saw that would come out? I loved it. Loved I it. mean, if you stand by those policies, if you're a sanctuary city, why wouldn't you welcome these people in and yeah. provide for them? But I think in Martha's Vineyard, they actually deported them with the National Guard. <laughs> like, how can you say you're pro-sanctuary city, but if you de- as soon as we send you some people, because I know these border cities in Texas, I think they're overwhelmed. So if you're if you're a sanctuary city and you stand by those policies, why wouldn't you welcome these people in your communities, your neighborhoods, and help them just like the red states are doing or, or like Florida's doing? I mean, one state can't take but so many uh, immigrants into the country before they, uh, you know, become overwhelmed. I, I, and did you hear when they said Martha's Vineyard isn't uh, prepared like the southern border of texas is for these number of migrants and they're like what are you talking about it's like 50 you got 50 they got two million obama's got plenty of room yeah and and then they said why don't you open your place to let them live you know stay a little bit like yeah i don't know about that we're not gonna respond to that one you know (laughs) hey you can take somebody in too right but so question for you Uh, i i don't think what desantis dude uh, did is all good or all Mm -hmm. bad meaning they're like with everything we're Mm -hmm. discussing by the way whether it's pelosi and i gotta give respect to pat right now Mm -hmm. yeah we're so we're so easily vilifying she is way more presidential than kamala and biden Mm -hmm. but they they don't add things like this on tv on fox or cnn because you can't politicize it you can't use it to earn votes it's not a it's a non-story to everybody what is armenia yeah. Oh, the Armenia story. No, I, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about Martha's Vineyard. You know, on mm-hmm. one side, it's, you know, good for DeSantis. You know, he needs to stand yeah. up and draw attention to what the hell's going on at the border. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's com- kind of, you know, trolling mm-hmm. uh, the Gavin Newsom's of the world, the Kamala's yeah. of the world, mm-hmm. and yeah. the, uh, the Obama's of the world. Mm-hmm. And then the other hi- other side, you kind of have the left saying, listen, he's mm-hmm. just playing politics here. Basically, he's mm-hmm. he's um, using immigrants as political pawns, well, essentially. And then if you're in Florida, mm-hmm. these are Venezuela. A lot of people, what they sent, I think were, there are 50 people, Tyler, they were all Venezuelan? Venezuelan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I can't tell you how many, I mean, I'm born and raised in Miami, how many Cubans and Venezuelans are just, mm-hmm. they've come here basically looking for a better well, what's life. What's your point? What's My your point, point is you're this, is that- is right and wrong. What's what I'm saying point? is that yeah. that that it it's not all right or all wrong. Why is it wrong? Tell me why it's wrong. Okay, well, if you're in Florida, yeah. okay, and I assume that, you know, that mm-hmm. DeSantis is running again for the governor of Florida, my question is is could this backfire? I happen to think that he's going to beat Charlie Crist handily, right? That's who's running <laughs> right. against. If he don't beat that Okay, guy. correct. Yeah. However, how can if, it backfire? If, Go okay, if you're Hispanic yeah. mm-hmm. and you see, you know what, and maybe you're undecided because, again, Florida's a mm-hmm. purple state. It's not like it's 
mm-hmm. you know, 70-30. It's kind of closer to 55-45. Mm-hmm. Is this something that a Hispanic will look at and say, yeah, that doesn't sit well with me? Again, we're mm-hmm. in South Florida. We're in yeah, Florida. We're in Miami. Difference. Here's Could this difference. backfire? No, because the guy's running for... This guy's running for president of the United States. No, but he States. needs to win governor first. I totally get that. Chris is... You, you, you think Charlie Chris is like, it's like you're thinking like a, anyways, okay, everybody's. No, I, I'm already one step ahead of you. I, I, I'm with you 100%. I think DeSantis I, is going to be Chris. I get that. So mm-hmm. did he need this? But here's the part. Could this though. potentially Let me explain it. to you what this does to America, okay? For two years, how long has Kamala and Biden been the president and the VP? How long has it been? Two years. Two years. For how long have the people been asking for her to go to the border? And she's the border Cesar, how how long, Czar, how long has she gone to, uh, uh, how long have they been asking for this? Two years. Has she gone yet? No. Well, guess what? If you don't go to the problem, don't worry. I'm going to bring it to you. And America says, thank God for a ballsy leader like that to put them in the corner and say, what are you going to do about it now? What are you going to do about it now? Let's see how you're going to react to it now. Now, they were not expecting this. They've lost their minds yeah. D.C., Martha's Vineyards, they've lost their minds. Chicago, they don't even know how to handle a situation like this. They look and they're like winning. hypocrites. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was the whole point why DeSantis, that's why the governor of Texas did what they did. You're all about uh, immigration until it's on your doorstep. They just want to show the hypocrisy of the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of Democrat voters don't see that hypocrisy. And that's all on air for everybody to see. But I do think a lot of people are starting to see it, though. Remember, not you don't need 50% to flip. Yeah. I do think there is a like 5%. Yeah, yeah, you need 3%. Mm-hmm. I do think there's people that are sitting there saying, well, babe, did you see that? Kind of does make sense. Look at the way they're reacting. You're calling the, what? They're calling the reserve. They're calling for 50 people, and these guys are dealing with 2 million. Look at the pictures. They're not even saying anything. Even on 60 Minutes, even everybody on the left, these are on the left. They're asking them the questions about the border, and Kamala can't even answer the question. I don't know. I think we got a problem here. Yeah, so, Trump's a racist, xenophobic. Now yeah. look what they're doing. Exactly. That xenophobic or racist It's just opening up people's eyes. Well, That's and, why the Republicans are being better politicians now as in Texas and Florida. And to be a better politician, you got to be two steps in front of your opponent. Yeah. So and FYI for for you Adam you you got to know that you know Florida doesn't have illegal immigration as much as Texas and California and Arizona does. Correct. It's very you you born the people that come here immigrants are dying to be here. Like, well, Cuban refugees and raps. I've yeah, seen it my whole life. And I'm not life. saying folks mm-hmm. on the other side or not. They're also going through a lot of sacrifices. I've said this many times. If I was somebody that's living down there and I'm seeing what the the mafia is doing and I'm living in Mexico and some of these cities, I'm also going to figure out a way to come up and bring my kids here, even if it costs yep. my lives. Mm-hmm. I'm doing that. But that's not the point. The point here is that it is a different situation. I love the fact that he's bringing a problem to them. And hey, how you want to react to it? Let, People let me, have to... Let, let me pose a different question. Yeah. Okay. Do you think, like, you're an immigrant, okay? You you were not born in America, right? You guys were born in America, okay? Mm-hmm. My family, Russian immigrants that fled basically the Bolshevik Revolution in, you know, 1917, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But do you think immigrant, like, I feel, I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that immigrants should be propped up and appreciated more than they are. I don't know, I'm, I'm saying well, left, you, right. you came through the front door. Your family Correct. came through the front door. Correct. He came through the front door. Correct. These people not coming through the front door. Correct, mm-hmm. and that's my point. But yeah. I guess my question is, do you think that we're villainizing these immigrants when they should they're be. looking for... Because uh, when you come into a, a country illegally, you are automatically a criminal. Like, we had some shows, comedy shows in London. Our visa wasn't right. They arrested mm-hmm. us. 
dead as in the immigration In hole. London. We was in yeah. immigration jail in we London. Had four, even, four sold out shows. Yeah. I was had us go. divided. We couldn't even talk to each other. Had yeah. us in cages. Yeah. What? Literally. In London. Yes. How long ago was this? This, this was a couple years before the uh, pandemic hit. Got it. Yeah. So they, all borders should, you should not have an open border. And the way they let these people in, I'm all about people coming here. Yeah, if, they, if they're fleeing crime, um, in, you know, things of that nature, and they come in and say, hey, I'm, I'm running, I'm being persecuted in my own country, and you come through our back door the way they're doing, I'm all for that. But a majority of these people are just coming here because they just want a better life. And, and, un, and I'm under, under the uh, understanding that you don't fit the parameters or the prerequisites of even coming into our country. It's a sick asylum. You don't. Sick that's, asylum. That's but by the way, I want to read to you what Hillary Clinton said about this whole situation. Hillary Clinton says, Martha's Vineyard situation is literally human trafficking. No one wants open borders. Uh, on Friday, Hillary Clinton uh, agreed with an MSNBC Morning Joe host assessment that the sending of 50 migrants to Martha's Vineyards was human trafficking. She added that nobody wants open borders who has any idea of how government and countries work, but nobody wants inhumane, terrible tr- treatment of human beings either. Mm-hmm. What we should be, what we should have been doing is to come together to reform change and better fund the system uh, by which we deal with these issues. But some people like Governor uh, Abbott of Texas would rather have an issue than be a part of the solution. I'm sorry, Hillary Clinton. How about holding Kamala accountable to going to the border? They were yeah. doing the same thing before they, yeah. uh, the Republican governors start doing that. They were yeah. doing the same thing. They yeah. were flying you around. Made a, you made a great point. You think we villainizing immigrants and we're using them as political pawns? That's a great point, but the Democrats have been using them as a political pawn the entire time. That's how we got here. That's how we got here, yeah. Including, but I totally understand where you come from. They, they're already political pawns because most of these people should have been turned, turned away before they even get here. You can't even come through. Uh, from, from what I, I, I might be wrong on this, but if you seek an asylum in a country, you have to first apply to the country you enter, and then you progressively get to the United States. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people breaking all kinds of international laws. We lived in Germany at a refugee camp for a year mm. and a half before we came to the States. Mm. Literally, at a refugee camp in Germany for a year and a half. And then we finally, mm-hmm. the day we got our green card to come here, man, we were doing backflips. Yeah. So when we knew we were going to be coming here, it was like the happiest day of my life. November 28, 1990 mm. is when we came here. But wow. I will never forget that day. You made it. Uh, <laughs> uh, never. I'm telling you, I will never, a, ever. How about you? How about you? Me what? His family uh, yeah. came here. He was born here. Oh, you was born yeah, here. Yeah, oh, you lucky. You lucky. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky I know. too. Yeah. 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 I'm very lucky. Just real, real <laughs> quick, Pat, I think he made a good point that it's all mm-hmm. about the message, right? That's what you said. Everything mm-hmm. is about the message, right? Mm-hmm. It's not very often I do this, but I have to agree with Adam in that mm-hmm. two wrongs don't make a right. I, mm-hmm. I understand 100% what DeSantis did. I get why he did it, the backlash mm-hmm. he did, he's proven they're hypocrites, everything. But mm-hmm. now look at how this is being flipped on him, right? Mm-hmm. Now he's the human trafficker. Nobody gives a shit that they've been flying illegal immigrants to 49 states across the country to flip them. Nobody cares. Who does he have to win if he wants to run for president? The suburban women, right? What do the suburban women look at and say when they see this? Ron DeSantis is a horrible person. This is a very Trumpian move of him, and he has to be careful because he's playing with fire. Yeah, they, yeah, like, this they could love fire on those, uh, yeah. those uh, women, they love Newsom. <laughs> right. No. Well, no, you're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, Gavin right. Newsom could be president in 2024 because nobody pays attention to policies anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? right. It's a popularity contest. But I think for, uh, for most of us, Clearly, look at AOC. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think for the most part, when they say human trafficking, it's not human trafficking. That's that's hyperbole. 
You well, know? it's it's all hyperbole. But yeah. Nobody nobody's gonna look that far into it. Nobody's gonna take it past. Yeah, I know most right. people don't. You're right. And You're listen, right. I get what he did, and I think yeah. it's great. I, yeah. I the idea of it is great, right? I agree with it. But he has to be very careful because he's playing with fire, and he's giving them the message. to What's flip the on alternative, him. though? But let me let me ask you a question. What what do leaders do? You guys want a bunch of pansies that are marketers? Yeah, but this doesn't. What does this do? This no, doesn't this solve does a the problem. Lot. Let me tell you, if I'm on the southern border, I'm sitting there saying, "Thank God he did it, and he ain't even in my state." Now I want a leader, bro. I don't know what world you guys are living in. I'm not trying to get a. If you want to get a CMO as a president, you're not looking for the right guy. This ain't the same as CMO. You can get a, you know, a lot of different people to be that job. You want a leader to be the president. Half the reason. Why the mess is taking place right now with Ukraine, potentially Taiwan, that could potentially happen soon, is because ain't nobody afraid of America today. So I don't, I don't mind that he's flexing his muscles. By the way, FYI, you have to understand this other part. There is risks to you choosing to be a leader. There is risks. There's risks to you showing that you're a true leader. It, it, there, there is a very risk to you being a tough father. There is risks to you being a, a high expectation type of a dad. There's risks to you being a guy that expects a lot from people. There's my kids are going to baseball. My son is going to baseball practice right now, and this place is going. I'm standing on the sidelines just watching to see how these guys coach the kids. And I see, hey, you don't come out. Hey, you didn't do this. Run two laps. Hey, boom, five push-ups. Hey, you dropped the ball. Five push-ups. Hey, you didn't do this. Go run over here. At the end of the two-hour practice, these guys are sweating. You know what I said on the sidelines? He's in the right place. These are real coaches coaching these guys. They're tough. No, listen, at the end of the day, I don't care about optics. I want a leader today. America is desperately looking for a leader. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not telling DeSantis to go on a podcast and smoke weed to win some people that are going to vote for him. I'm not telling you that. He's not going to be doing that. I actually respect him for that. But the fact that this guy's got the audacity to go out there and do things like that, he's showing I can help solve a lot, uh, not only Florida's problems, because people... Track record-wise, give me one governor's resume. FYI, did you just see what just happened? Let me, let me just give you guys a stat here. Does anybody know who just broke the record for the most money ever raised by a governor in the history of America? It's a Ron guy named DeSantis. DeSantis. Oh, so, yeah. so he just broke the record for the most money ever raised by a governor in the history of America. His name is Ron DeSantis. How does that happen? People from other states are supporting this guy. They ain't even in here. Mm-hmm. People from other states. So... If a guy is going to take a risk like that, I'm for you taking risks. Because quite frankly, too many people on all the other sides are playing it way too safe. Mm-hmm. I, I want a real leader today. I want a real leader that's going to go out there. So let's, let's, let's continue this conversation with a Newsom call out on what Newsom just said. So yeah. Newsom just came out and said the following, which is on page four. Uh, Newsom. Okay, uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom challenges Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to debate. This is a CBS story. On Friday, Newsom tweeted, if you want to put it up and zoom in a little bit, uh, Tyler, so we can see this. Hey, uh, Ron DeSantis, clearly you're struggling, distracted, and busy playing politics with people's lives since you have an uh, only overriding need attention. Let's take this up and debate. I'll bring my hair gel and you bring your hairspray. Name the time before Election Day. And he tags CNN, right? So he puts this tweet, and then uh, on Thursday, uh, Newsom called for an investigation into Republican governors sending busloads of migrants of Democratic states to uh, protest the Biden administration immigration policies. In a tweet, Newsom specifically called out DeSantis and Texas Governor Abbott over their cruel policy of busing migrants out of their states to cities with Democratic mayors as part of a political strategy. Do you have uh, DeSantis's response? Did you find that one or no? 
So when you saw this, what was your first reaction when you saw Newsom say this, Adam? Well, I think this is a tale of two cities, basically. Best of times, worst of times. I mean, this has been kind of coming this way for a while where basically you have, I mean, you have the free state of Florida and the lockdown state of California and you have the two, two figureheads, whether you like them or not. These are basically, you know, the... Uh, Gen X version of the current presidency right now. The, right, you know, yeah. Biden and and Trump in their seventies. Biden's about to be eighty. Here are two guys in their what? DeSantis is what forty four at the oldest. How old is Newsom? He's late forties. Yeah. I think this is on the upswing, and I think basically we've seen a lot of uh, recruiting. I think de- didn't uh, DeSantis put up a massive um, outdoor billboard, basically calling out DeSantis. We have two right. governors calling each other out. Right. And uh, it, it remains to be seen. When I, I'd love to see this debate. I'd love to see this debate. This I think is, the whole world would want to see this debate. debate. This is a presidential debate, if you ask yeah. me. But yeah. go ahead. Newsom is an opportunist. He, and I mean Just like with Beto O'Rourke. I just like like when Beto won the gun violence down yeah. in Texas. He took advantage of that because he's running for governor. Yeah. He has uh, presidential dreams, and he's he's an opportunist. And I mean that in the most negative connotation <laughs> ever. He doesn't give a shit about any of this stuff. He just wants to become president. So... Keep talking, I'm choking. (laughs) (laughs) This is the beauty of having a twin brother that looks just like you and have the exact same opinions. You could be choking, your brother just picks up the ball and goes with it. Go. And he spent a lot of money that was donated to him, right, for these these billboards? Because he doesn't have to worry about spending money in California because that's just, you know, majority of that, that, you know, even though that whole state is red for the most part, it's San Francisco, L.A., make that whole state blue. He doesn't have to worry about you know losing seats to Democrat. I mean to Republicans because that state is just just blue from the, those two major cities. Why do you think DeSantis keeps getting elected even during the recall? I mean, he was the mayor of San Francisco. San Francisco, that mm-hmm. place has turned into an absolute shithole. Right. Okay. You then he becomes right then he becomes uh, governor of California. We've mm-hmm. seen what's going on. I think. You know, they they have the the first year ever, Pat, correct me if I'm wrong, they had a net loss in Mm. immigration, people that move in the fuck out of California. Yeah. He has the recall. He he beats Larry Andor easily. I don't understand. How how do they keep voting for this guy? How these election results come in? It's just weird. It's like, how do Democrats have that much power in one state? Well, I mean, it's the most liberal state in the country. I'm not yeah. shocked. I'm not convinced that it is, though, because when we do comedy shows out there, Mm -hmm. people turn out there as if I'm in Florida. Really? Yes. How recent? Um, I mean, we have, like, we was up in, um, I forget that city. Bakersfield and the other. Well, the Bakersfield, Bakers, these are, very, these are conservative cities. Well, within Brea, California, yeah. Brea, California, like wh- whenever we go anywhere in California, it sells out. I mean, fast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's the population? I think there's 40 million people in California. I mean, uh, there's going to be if one third of California is Republican. So you still so got 15 million people that could, you here's can, my yeah. thoughts on the Newsom. Uh, yeah, go for it. DeSantis uh, uh, debate. Okay, so for me, I could care less about being at a CNN format. Newsom, here's my suggestion to you: choose a podcast format, go for three hours, okay, and do it this way. You come to us, okay? There you go. We will guarantee three hours. We'll guarantee minimum a million dollars to both just to participate to your campaign. We'll do a super chat. People will be able to call in, all that other stuff. But it shouldn't be two minutes. Oh, stop. No, okay, 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 okay. No, 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 none of that stuff. I want to see if DeSantis, I want to see if Newsom can talk for 10 minutes with an answer. And I want to see if DeSantis can give a long answer. So what do you think about the issues that we're facing? And, And let, 
Let it be a different kind of a format. You'll get the money's worth. I wouldn't go to CNN. I wouldn't go to Fox. I would go to a podcast. Pick and choose a three-hour podcast. A lot of people do it. Just the other, last week, we broke the record for the longest podcast to go, you know, whatever it was for the week. We got five, five and a half million views on yeah, we crossed a five-hour five yeah. five podcast. Got mm-hmm. 200 million minutes watched on this one podcast that we got last week that went out on Tuesday or Monday. I don't know what it was. Tuesday, mm-hmm. correct. Right after show. I'd love to. If it's not us, choose somebody else. Okay? Yeah. Pick somebody else. and But have the sit down. Because if you guys are going to do the traditional way, I have zero interest in watching it. Yeah, I yeah. would love to see a bigger move in campaigns. Going. Like, I'd love to see those guys sitting down with a Rogan. Okay? Sitting down mm-hmm. over here. Sitting down in a place where it's three hours, a good moderator. Ask challenge each other and let's see what it's going to look yeah, like yeah any other format is just disingenuous mm-hmm. it's not enough time it's fake you're not yeah. giving it's, it's totally fake yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. right how can you have somebody you having an open conversation with somebody but they're on your side and they're just throwing you softball questions the whole mm-hmm. time yeah you know it's just it's just because I don't trust anything uh, for the most part on TV because you have to double check everything you heard yeah you know? and, and by the way the cool thing about this kind of a format is if you if you tell a lie, the audience in the chat box, chat, mm-hmm. they're gonna yeah, go off exactly. the live chat. Right, right. So versus when they're doing it there, there's not, you know, everybody has to, but everyone's like, oh my God, did you hear what they said? It's a very different format that mm-hmm. a lot of these guys fear. They're not comfortable doing that. Yeah, they would much rather be in a controlled environment yeah. where yeah. they get to control the the questions. They come and on a podcast, it's like a brawl. Yeah, and, but that's what America but deserves. This is like what America, that's what America wants, deserves. Exactly. Right. Why do you yeah. think podcasts are blowing up? Yeah. Right. Why do you yeah. think there's such a yearning for just free talking? Yeah. Why, yeah. When we when we were contemplating putting the the Tate out, mm-hmm. the interview out, we we're like, do we want to do it in like three segments? You know, part. <laughs> Pat goes, right. fuck it, go the whole five hours. Yeah. We're like, okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't know. But we didn't know crazy. what would happen. But, but, that's but there's why. a yearning for just open dialogue and all right. that without being right. filtered and up two minutes. Sorry, you got to stop talking now. But that's that's why Newsom would never come on this or any other podcast you can see the comments you you can see the you can see everybody's uh commentary like mm-hmm. when you go to youtube and look at a biden video when he first got elected he even though he got over 80 million votes all the dislikes <laughs> everything was more dislikes than likes even on cnn or msnbc's youtube channel what yeah. did youtube do they did away with that dislike button yeah what are they hiding he's got over 80 million votes these people are gonna if he's got 80 million yeah. voters they should come out and, and stand up for this guy that's why he'll never come on here because yeah. it's gonna be in the comments i have an idea everybody's though. gonna see it what do you think about a hundred thousand dollar gift card to french laundry Tyler, what do you think about that? You have a nice $100,000 gift card to French Laundry. He may show up. (laughs) Lifetime supply. Eat there for the rest of your life. I'll cover the bill. Every time you go and just say, this is on Patrick with David. This is on Patrick with David. I I have a theory on why uh, L.A. or California keeps voting for uh, Gavin Newsom. Uh, and this, and and I realized this, this was uh, Mm. a month or so ago. This was right around July 4th. where I watched, again, back to the Newsom-DeSantis mm-hmm. debate situation going on. DeSantis did his whole, what was it, Top Gov, where it was basically right when uh, the movie Top Gun Top came Gun, back yeah, out. Yeah, he yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, he kind of did his whole thing. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. I gave it a C plus. It wasn't exactly like, it didn't wow me, but I get it. He was, he was yeah, doing right. his thing. Okay. Um, I kind of thought he used uh, the Top Gun and his kid. I mean, he was <laughs> he was a he was a lawyer in the the Marines or in the Navy, right? He wasn't right. actually in the Navy. Let's get fucking real here. All right, he wasn't a Marine. Right. I had to give him a C plus. And then I saw what 
Gavin Newsom had to say on July 4th, and it was the most scripted, mm-hmm. plastic, yeah. Hollywood, manufactured, mm-hmm. non-charismatic thing right. I've ever seen. And I'm not a Californian. I don't I don't follow Newsom like that. Yeah. Pat follows it a lot closer because he, much like you, lived in California mm-hmm. for 20 years, right. 15 years. It was full of yeah. lies. And I was just yeah. like, and I just gave DeSantis a C plus. Okay, great, whatever. This one commercial. And then I saw Newsom's fake plastic bullshit hi here in california i'm like <laughs> right get this freaking ken doll out of my face yeah, it yeah. comes off like he's reading a teleprompter. but that's what i yeah. realize is that california is the land of plastic hollywood fakeness and they're like mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly what we've uh, embraced mm-hmm. for decades yeah. now and that's mm-hmm. maybe why it, it just no. ugh, it it's, just it gives yeah, me the you, uh, american psycho vibes yeah when you listen to a democrat they they sound a lot like obama it you know the mannerisms he do, the smile, the hand gestures, and, and it's just you, you've seen it so many times. Even with Bill Clinton, he had that mm-hmm. same demeanor to him. And when you look at DeSantis or Trump, you can tell it's not scripted. It's mm-hmm. just coming from you know right here in the heart. The way they look, the way they look, uh, that that hand gestures. It's just everything just mm-hmm. comes out so more genuine than when you see. Yeah, but yeah, brother, uh, Newsom is no Obama or Clinton. Okay, yeah, they are a hundred yeah. times realer than that dude. <laughs> And I'm not saying that they weren't, right. you know, playing politics, but right, yeah. Newsom is in a fake category of his own, like I've never seen. <laughs> Bring the hair gel. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. PBD. Yes, sir. And let's go into that Kim Kardashian story, which if you Speaking can pull up Hollywood Instagram. Fake, let's go. Yeah, I just heard up. about that the other day. Did, yeah. you, did you see her Instagram post? That's a picture right there she posted. And she said, I'm excited to be part of Hillary and Chelsea Clinton's incredible journey to find out what it truly means to be gutsy. What? Uh, stream the docu-series now on Apple TV. You didn't see this? I didn't see this. Okay, so watch this. Go into the commentary. See what her audience is. 330 million followers. Look what they're saying about it. Uh, bad. No. Uh, yikes. Shaking my head. Narciss. No. What? LOL. Sick. <laughs> That's a bummer. <laughs> Laughing my ass off. Bye. Nope. <laughs> Pizza. Gag. Nope. Sus. Oh, this ain't it. God, <laughs> what are you doing? This is embarrassing. But by the way, this is what's crazy about it. A hundred percent of the comments I just read. Yeah. Guys, this is this is and yeah. it's not like Kim Kardashian is a Republican or a Democrat. Right. right. Kim is right in the middle. Yeah. To, her followers should be supporting Forbes International 2021 Woman of the Year. Okay, but they're not. So click a little bit more. Maybe, maybe this is just, I don't know, maybe. Go a little lower and let's continue. So keep going. Look Look what I said. This was too, I forgot I commented here. It looks like Hillary's 2024 campaign for presidency is starting early. She's in campaign mode. Yep. By the way, stay there. I fully think she is because you know what uh, Bill Clinton just did? Hmm. The last time he did his, uh, you know how he does this event every year? You know the Bill Clinton event he does every year? Global initiative. Yeah, Clinton Global Initiative thing. You know when's the last time he did it? You know when's the last time they put the event together? 2016. 2016. And they just brought it back up in 2022. This woman smells opportunity for being a president. And she's using her, not in a negative way, this is being plain politics. She's bringing Chelsea along to not only get her more eyeballs because she's one they're going to run, but to also connect with the younger audience. And they're going to places like this. Mm-hmm. The other day, she did another podcast with somebody young. I don't know who it was. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I think she's campaigning right now. Look at the next one. I think one. so. 100%. She, are you kidding me? Oh, wow. This is a dream of hers to be a president. Hard pass. Unlike, How much they pay you? <laughs> how much they pay you? Well, now we know more about you. Kim, no. Pizza. Kim, did you ask the uh, 
pantsuit what happened to those 33,000 emails. (laughs) Again, going back to it, you would think 50% would support this. Exactly. But 100% doesn't support this. Look at the likes they're getting on the comments, too. Exactly. 2,000, 5,000, 3,000. So this, what do you think about this when you when you see this? Is this a is this a who wins here? Does Hillary and Chelsea win here or does Kim Kardashian win here? They all lose. They all lose. That's like me and keep sitting down with Mitt Romney or Dick Cheney. You wouldn't do it. <laughs> Hell no. They could pay me ten million dollars. I'll never Come on, What's Kevin. The, all three of these people are tone deaf. Yeah. Cause my brand is all about your reputations. It's all about what you did in your last video. You could lose that like that. I have an idea on why I think she did this. Yeah, please explain it to me. I have no idea. So, okay, now now stay with me here. She was just on the Late Late Show with uh, Corden, James Corden, right? Mm -hmm. And she said, you know, if if I'm going to be back in the dating, you know, scene, I want to date a lawyer or a scientist or something like that. And by the way, I'm actually a fan of hers. I think she's, you know, their family are great marketers. They know how to tell the story and all this other stuff. Right. Of course, the way, you know, everyone knows the story, the video, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But go back to the go back to the picture. Go back to the picture. Here's here's what maybe. Let's speculate. <laughs> who did she just get a divorce from? Kanye. And who would he would Kanye ever do a podcast with Hillary and Chelsea? There you go. If Kanye was to ever do a podcast, he would do it with Trump. So you're Trump. calling Kim a troll of I'm the calling, highest order. I'm calling Kim uh. is really trying to get under Kanye's nerves. Because yeah. behind closed doors, I'm convinced Kim knows Kanye cannot stand this wow. lady. So I don't know. I, I may be wrong. but no, I, I think, think you're think, absolutely right. Huh? I, think, I think, think you're absolutely right. Here we go. That's I, my speculation. You know I was thinking the same thing when she does. Started dating Pete. What was his name? Pete Davis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, well, how you go from Kanye to to a comedian to Skeet? Yeah, yeah. He got replaced by a guy named Marcelo, which is a million times better comedian. But that's a completely different conversation. Shout out to Marcelo, <laughs> my guy. Oh my god. So, they, and by the way, apparently they had a they had a what? Didn't they, didn't they have like a uh, back and forth of a lawyer? What what is? They had a contest. Kim Kardashian beat Hillary Clinton in a legal quiz. Mm. Uh, their knowledge on law, and apparently she took them out. I don't know. Chelsea, who acted as the official quizzer, uh, first asked a question about the use of deadly force. Kardashian buzzed in quickly before expecting answering the inquiry. After a few more rounds of inquiries, queries, uh, we see Kardashian beat Hillary Clinton to by a landslide, 11-4. to 4. The former presidential candidate later told the publication that it was quite a humbling experience. Oh, it was heartbreaking. Well, I was uh, also re- really intrigued by how well she did. I wanted to uh, put the spotlight on her. Not that she needs it, but she worked really hard. Okay. So there's something going on there. But if you see more and more of her, I can tell you for a fact which which podcast she's not going to be doing. I can tell you for a fact where she will not go. You ready? She ain't going to Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> no Between way. two oh, yeah. ferns. Yeah. Between no. two ferns. She ain't going to that podcast. Uh, she says, I, we have to take a break for our, uh, what is it called, our, our sponsor. This is Donald Trump. Do you remember that when in the middle of it he plays a Donald Trump? I'm Donald Trump and I endorse his message. He's like, why would you do that? <laughs> he's, the, he's the ultimate troll. Can you pull up the Classic. DeSantis story of Yahoo, what I just said earlier? I don't know if you have it or not. When I said DeSantis is about to break a record for the most money raised. If you can find this article there, watch this here. Florida Ron DeSantis on the cusp of raising more money than any governor ever. Okay, ever. See, that's this is huge. that's huge. So this is you you're talking to a guy that's, you know, you're talking to a guy that everything he did, the anti-gay law that was risky. Yeah. 
The allowing people to play, that was risky. The no mask needed, that was risky. The going after the teachers, that was risky. The what he did with Disney, that was risky. The what he did to remove the tax benefits of Disney World, that was... Do you know how much risk this guy has taken in the last two, two, three years? And every time he keeps coming ahead. I I talked to a... uh, uh, How do how do you describe? Like we can't say the name, just so you know. So don't don't say her name. <laughs> is this a big actress or not? The Hollywood. Uh, yes. How yeah, big would you say? Top ten female actress yeah. of all time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So her and I are communicating with each other, and I said, "I'd love for you to come to Florida. Okay, I'd love to break bread, and I'd love to potentially. And yeah. we follow each other's content. She follows me. She, mm-hmm. she, I would never come to Florida. Why won't you come to Florida? You want me to come to Florida? To see what DeSantis did to the state of Florida. <laughs> she was being real. She yeah. wasn't messing around about not wanting to come to a place like this. So to to California, Florida is like a reckless state to be in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For people who live in Florida, let me tell you, people love living in Florida. Okay, mm-hmm. it, it, there There is no disputing that. Of course... You know, there's going to be some of our friends that will, Nikki Fried will come here and say there's people that don't want to be in Florida. But there's a lot of people that love being in the state here. Yeah. Florida. So are you guys planning on staying where you're at? Is is Nevada going to be a place to be at long term? No, it's turned into a shithole. California's (laughs) coming over. Um, We're looking at (laughs) Texas or here in Florida. Florida, here in Florida. Well, if you did come out here to Florida, we would probably do a lot of stuff together if you came down here. Yeah. Can I sell you on Florida for one minute? Yeah. So, what do you like about Texas over Florida? Tell me, tell me the difference between te- if you go to Texas, where would you go in Texas? Would you go Austin? Dallas Cowboys? The Dallas Cowboys. Are you really? Yeah. But I mean, I, Texas, real property taxes yeah. there is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. I mean, Florida's great, but we're just eating at Wendy's, and this freaking lizard came out. <laughs> yeah, there's lizards <laughs> it was everywhere. Huge, and it was just sitting there looking at. Me. Yeah, that's. that's <laughs> they look like a damn iguanas. Komodo dragon. Yeah, we got, that we got like, iguanas. What the hell is going? They on? don't attack you. They don't that's do anything. They, 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 they don't, don't, don't do nothing. No, to they can do huge. nothing. They came out of trees. Yeah. Like, nah. What the fuck? Is no. <laughs> These are, these are lizards on steroids, bro. They won't lizards do nothing. Steroids. It's, and it's got all these colors like, no. right there. That's, that's the guy. Yeah. Yes. These guys, I'm not we at Wendy's and this fucker comes out. No. These, these guys look scary, but they're soft. They won't do nothing yeah. to you. They won't wow. do nothing. So why, what, why else do you like Dallas? Why, what, what else do you like about Dallas? Because, by the way, Dallas is, both of these, you're choosing top two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would probably put Nashville in it as well. But why Dallas yeah. over Florida? Um, well, it's like 50-50 well, right now. Are yeah. you guys 50-50 yeah. yeah. right 50, now? 50. It's not okay. one or the other. Yeah, it's, My wife loves Florida. That was almost a deal break until you explained it. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do people live in Florida? They got Komodo dragons in this thing. You got dinosaurs <laughs> running around. I saw around. a Komodo dragon eat a goat. <laughs> Their feet and legs and all. I was yeah. like. You got these two so, big so buff I, dudes, bodybuilders. I lived, I, I, lived I lived in L.A. for 20-some years. Really? Minus the time I was in the military. I was in Kentucky, Tennessee, South Carolina. Carolina, mm. and then we moved uh, the insurance company to Dallas, Texas, and it was in Addison, Texas, still till today. Addison. It's in Addison, Texas. I lived there for five years in Plano. It's a great city. Plano. Yeah, Plano. Kids went to school there. Phenomenal uh, place to live in. But then to me, there's a lot of parts of California I love. There's a lot of parts of Texas I love. If mm-hmm. California and Texas were to have a baby, it would be Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Florida has the best of both, best of both worlds of those two places. Right. Uh, if you want to do the you know water, if you want to do the ocean, if you want to go on the boat, if you want to go big sports town, big you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's starting to get a massive hub in Miami where people, business people are moving down here. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you got the best governor right now that's in town doing what he's mm-hmm. doing. 
And Texas is a bigger target for folks from the left than Florida. So mm-hmm. DeSantis is gradually recruiting a lot of people. So I've been telling a lot of friends that you know went to Texas, I said, it's a pit stop. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. In about two to five years, you'll be down here because <laughs> right. you'll see what's going to be happening. So, right. But if you guys do come down here, man, we'll be doing some stuff together. I, yeah, mm-hmm. Florida is a very, very different type of a place. Mm-hmm. I love Texas. I love California, but I'm in love with Florida. Hopefully, it'll stay this way. Anyways, yeah. okay, so let's see what else we got here before we wrap this up because this has uh, so far been a blast. So, um, ba, 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 what kind ba, of fun stories you got going on? I got two comedians so, here. So, I want to see so these let me guys do talk this. shit. Let, let me do this. <laughs> well, let, do why don't we just thing. play this part, though? Why don't we just play this part? Okay. Her estate, okay? Her estate. The Rest in peace. Yeah. What she did. Okay, and you who she what? was to the country. To off, but I never understand that whole king and thing. How do they earn their money? How do they earn their money? Yeah. Generational wealth. Tax-free like, generational wealth. Like this is wealth. true generational wealth. Yeah, but how, who decided they was going to be king and queen? It's just That's the of, structure of it. The monarchy. That's the structure. So. That's the monarchy. So Iran used to be like this. Mm-hmm. So, the, the, you know, sometimes people don't like the fact that they're too rich and they have too much money, which is a very mm-hmm. valid point because they can say, why do you need to have so much money? So, for example, okay. They talked about her stamp collection. How much you think her stamp collection is worth? Stamp collection. Okay. It's be so stupid. Thinking about five hundred dollars. <laughs> what do you, Tyler, what do you, what do you think is a stamp collection worth? Okay. Stamp collection. Stamp collection. Just take a wild guess. Well, I say twelve hundred because inflation, you know. <laughs> okay. Twelve hundred bucks instead yeah. of five hundred. What All would right. you say? Uh, uh, stamp collection over under ten million dollars. Okay, a hundred and thirty-six million dollars. What the. F- is the stamp, stamp? collection. Buddy, yeah, your right $500 bet was a little low. Stamp collection, $136 million. Okay. What? Stamps. Yes, stamps. Stamps. She was saving stamps. Dude, she <laughs> has a stamp collection of $136 million. Next one. How much was her real estate portfolio by the time she passed away? Oh, man. Real she, estate portfolio. If she got $136 million. Yeah, freaking stamps. stamps. You better go north of that. Come on so Give me a number. Give me a number. I don't what do you even think I could come over the number that damn high. You $400 million. How much? $400 million. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show it to him and look at his facial reaction when he sees this. That's crazy. $10 billion. Real what? estate. I'm ten, not even kidding with you. $10 billion? $10 billion. Car collection, $100 million. I can't okay? even guess Car collection, so $100 million. So the stamps million. is worth more huh? than the cars? Yes. Car collection, $100 million. Horse racing, $10 million. You know their art collection, which was 270,000 items, 7,000 paintings, 30,000 watercolors and drawings, as well as manuscripts, sub- sculptures, uh, tapestry, furniture, and carriages. How much do you think the art collection is? You ready? <laughs> $13 billion. And last but not least, this... She, she wore this a few times. I don't know if you guys remember when she wore mm-hmm. this, okay? The crown jewels. It's called the crown jewels. <laughs> the okay? crown jewels. Can you pull up the crown jewels? Just pull up the picture of the crown jewels, not the price, just the crown jewels. Okay, crown jewels right there. That's the one right there. Just click on images. images. Okay, crown jewels. What would you say that is worth? I want you to actually guess. It's like you got it out of like a, a gumball machine or something. <laughs> Party City. $500 million. $500 million? What are you going to say, Keith? I'll go with five hundred million. Fuck it. I go with two hundred. <laughs> I figured you'd go five hundred one million. Just like price is right. Five billion for that? Stop. Five billion for that? You could get that at Party City, man. <laughs> five billion 
dollars. This is crazy. I, you this know what? Crazy. I don't believe in white privilege, but if it, white privilege did exist, I would this is it. it. Yeah, yeah. Is. I mean, this is like on a whole different level. Thank you for uh, to have tying it all together. Five, <laughs> tying it all. And, and they don't together. pay no taxes on this. Five billion. I mean, I mean, how do they earn their money? Like taxes from other people? I couldn't tell you. I, I, I you know, you guys should know. You guys were former accountants. Did you guys want to be accountants? Like, <laughs> That's the kind of no, stuff you guys do. You should I tell us. Be, I want to be a king and a queen. <laughs> man, I hate to say this. Don't this look like he got kids in his basement, man? <laughs> he looked like he got kids in his basement. Well, his, That's uh, how conspiracy theories get started, by the way. <laughs> by the way, got started on today's podcast. His fellow family member, Prince, uh, yeah, right. Prince uh, what is it, Prince Albert? Not, yeah. That's not Prince Albert. It, it was on Epstein, Epstein Island, right? Yeah, Epstein. was that Albert? Who was that? I can't think of his name. I don't know. I, I think it? it was Andrew, right? Andrew. 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 Hmm. Prince, Prince Albert, is, I think, is a, a thing you do. <laughs> a different type of earring. I don't know. But so I Prince never, Andrew might have been with those kids. I never understood how they generated generated that much wealth like what are you I mean, talking about the english empire the british empire what are you talking about <laughs> what is called the... colonizing the fucking world <laughs> oh okay how the hell do you th- what they so they have businesses yeah just stealing shit from other countries <laughs> raping india raping other co- what i don't get that I, I, I don't understand why any society would need a king and a queen it's funny how um, they kept calling Trump like he thinks he's a king. He's no king. He named his son Byrne. He's no Byrne. And look, and then the left, they just praised this woman and all this wealth. And yeah. By the way, what do you guys guys think about uh, Kanye West? What do you think about him? Oh, he seems like a good fella. <laughs> the most diplomatic non-answer ever. He's a I mean, nice guy, that I Kanye. Remember, um, yeah. It took a lot of balls for a black man, especially with his reputation in the music industry in Hollywood, to go yeah. see Donald Trump, the most hated, supposedly yeah. be a white supremacist. He went there, and he didn't. He cut through all the bullshit, and he said, I'm going to go see him anyway. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's definitely a leader. <laughs> he's not a, a follower by any stretch of the way. Didn't Steve Harvey go to that same meeting? I think Steve Harvey got yeah, some heat for it as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Black mm-hmm. person go see Trump. Oh, you are a traitor. Yeah. They yeah. lambasted him. They, they did Ice Cube, too. Why do you ask about Kanye, Pat? Just curious, because for me, I mean, look, I'd love to sit down with Kanye, have a really long conversation with him, because I think he is another one of those guys that's misunderstood. And the quote goes, if a lion could speak, we could not understand him. There's certain people that are lions that the average person cannot understand that someone needs to be able to get him to explain it in a way, layman's terms, where it makes sense to people. But the guy, yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not a regular guy. He doesn't look, no. at, he has a very different lens on. Yeah, he, he, he got other trouble people for do. that one qu- quote about slavery. But, you know, a lot of things that he say um, can be taken out of context and, and, you know, twisted around, especially because he speaks in, you know, metaphors and analogies. You need to get, like, when you sit down and talk to him, when he says something, you got to have him clarify what he just stated because he is a deep thinker. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. he's next level musical genius, no doubt. Mm-hmm. I also think he's a tortured soul. I mean, he's gone through a mm-hmm. lot of mental stuff, anxiety stuff, depression stuff. And his you mom know, and stuff. Everything that that guy's dealing with. There's no clear I mean, cut answer on him. He's freaking a Kardashian too. That can't be and fucking easy. Yeah, that cannot soul. be good on your mental health Jesus right now. Christ. Is, is it true you guys had a little bit of a meltdown uh, recently when uh, news came out that they moved Don Lemon away from primetime? Oh, yeah, it came out. It was kind of a little bit hard. I heard you guys took it very. Because I took it hard, man. We, That's so how you material. doing? Though? How you recovering from I'll that? I'll be uh, okay. I'll be some other Democrat they put in this position. I'll still have material, yeah. but 
I mean, these all these people that was on. I mean, the, everybody at CNN is getting fired or being demoted, and it's like, yeah, everybody's is that just, a good thing. Maybe that's a, it, yeah, I think it's a very good thing because okay. a lot of the yeah. a lot of the um, the hosts and commentators they had on those networks they've lost a lot of credibility because how long can you keep saying that he's a uh, guy's a white supremacist that he colluded with Russia that he did this did that and then over time and nothing ever materializes and it's like. Yeah. You guys are just a bunch of liars. Yeah, but they were just the face of it. The higher-ups was telling them everything to say. Everything was on the teleprompter for them. They had a message for them, and they had to stick with it. And then when it didn't go wrong, they fired them because their whole reputation is tarnished because it's coming out of their mouth. I mean, right. until you dis- dismantle CNN and start with new ownership, that that place is dead for me. Yeah, it's not even necessarily um, against Don Lemon and that other guy that's bald, Brian Selter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he was just reading teleprompters. He was just being told what to say and how to say it. Yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily his fault that, you know, but, I mean, you, you're the figurehead of that organization and, and that broadcast. So whatever you say, people are going to automatically assume that, hey, you're the producer, you're the writer of this show. Everything that's coming out of your mouth, you approve of it. So yeah, if it didn't it work was just out, a oh, well. I think, it, I think yeah. it's, it's just a paycheck for them. So yeah. There were sacrifices, but 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 again, but but yeah. you know, but you know how I process that. Here's how I mm-hmm. process that, Adam. This kind of goes to your question earlier about the whole vote. Mm-hmm. The way I process this is if you don't, if you start pushing the envelope to the point where you make no sense and you're just gaslighting people, right? Customers are going to say, "Yeah, we're not about this, man. Change it up. We're not dummies. You got to figure something out." Mm-hmm. And CNN is now having to change their entire business model because it's not working. Right, it's just not working. People are not interested in you gaslighting me twenty four seven. So change it up, or else I'm going elsewhere. And then CNN is going to be bought by somebody for pennies on a dollar, like other businesses will go through. So this whole thing with Trump being raided—if they don't indict him or they find anything good on him—these MSNBC, CNN—they're going to lose a l- more credibility. Because yeah. they just raided a. It was first time that ever occurred yeah. where the FBI raided a former president's house. I'm surprised Morning Joe is taking such a hard. I mean, I understand when the, Trump went after his co-host, uh, uh, his wife. You know, I Mika understand. Brzezinski's wife. I yeah. totally get it. And when he goes and he said what he said about him, but I saw her. She got a facelift. Her face was cut and bleeding. And he, <laughs> he goes personal attacks, and that's why they're there's, yeah. they're he, it's an emotional argument. He going does on. what they do to him. Right. He does what they do to him, and they don't like. You know, it's kind of like a guy that likes to put it on others, but doesn't like to receive it. Democrats love to give, but if you come back to them and play their game, mm-hmm. they don't. They don't appreciate. But morning, that. Joe, Joe Scarborough was a representative from Florida, Republican, conservative, oh, Tea Party guy. And no he's, question about it. He he's no longer a Republican. It's very very Republican. hard. It's very very hard for one to give their dispos- give their you know you know what they lean. In a situation that's coming up in a logical way, when somebody goes after your family, it's very hard to do that. Yeah. So no matter who you are, whether it's Meghan McCain, when mm-hmm. Trump went after, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. At that point, loyalty is about blood. You, you know and, who is cool with going blood. after each other's family, though? These two knuckleheads. They go back and forth, no problem. Keith, Kevin, they all fight with but, each other. But I dare anybody try to divide these guys. You no, would not, not want to get happen. in between these I, guys. Can I make one them. last point? Yeah. You two guys, talk the concept of brotherhood. We just sat down with Tate. His best friend is his brother, Tristan. They're going nowhere. You look at L- Logan and Jake. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you guys. I mean, mm-hmm. this. I have a sister. I wish that I had a brother. I, I, there's something to be said about having someone mm-hmm. that thinks, acts, feels just like you mm-hmm. and that has your back. I mean, And nobody just, has what we have. Yeah. Not the Wayne's yeah. brothers, not anybody. Wayne's brothers. How do you break that down? What do you mean? I mean, me and Keith. I mean, you don't see the Wayne's brothers doing anything together. 
Mm-hmm. That brand was solid, man. He had that hit TV show. They had white chicks, but you don't never see them together. Mm. Yeah. They can't be too close. They can't. Well, maybe, maybe they are. Who knows? Yeah. So, what's the methodology with being brothers and being twins? It's like we're going to do. I don't that know. We are together. we are unicorns. We are very unique because a lot of twins, when they're born, yeah. um, a lot of them hate each other. One ends up trying to kill the other. <laughs> Can't or kind of ruin the other person's Can't life. Enable type of stuff. All, yeah. You know what it is? A lot of them, they're in competition with one another. Yeah, me and my brother's never been in competition. When he was doing bigger and better things, like doing the spelling bee and all that, <laughs> I just said, you know what, man? He was on the You know, in sixth grade when you were killing in that spelling bee? <laughs> yeah. Misspelling almanac? Come on now. <laughs> he was on honor roll. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't doing none of that. I was doing and my you, own thing. you were rooting for him. No, I didn't care. I thought he was whack. <laughs> so, but you know, over time, you know, you know, we just came close and close. We always been close. Yeah, you know? yeah. Respect. I think I used to help you in the spelling bee, right? Shut up. <laughs> almanac, almanac, A L M A N A C, almanac. You know what's messed up about that stuff? Oh man, it's a bummer, man. You really tried real hard this time. <laughs> I thought he misspelled it because I wasn't in the spelling bee. You, were you in the room with them when they did that? Yeah, yeah, I was right there yeah, beside was, my mom, was my at, dad. It was at school in the middle of the day. Everybody's everybody, everybody yeah. in school's in the auditorium. We're having a spelling bee. This is a big deal. <laughs> that, this is big time. Right? There's about 150 kids in there. Yeah. Man, I was Their up parents? there and I see my wow. dad in the uh, yeah. crowd, my mom. I was like nervous, man. That was that was big time. <laughs> you made it time. to the top. And I made it all the way to the last two. Yeah. And then they came to me. I said, oh, I'm like, oh, I got this one. Hopefully he don't get his. I already got this. By the way, that's a great name for a book. Okay. People can be like, why Almanac? You're like, let me tell you the story about Almanac and what happened and how my life got started and where I am now. That's awesome. But uh, anyways, man, this was uh, incredible. Uh, the audience obviously loved it. Uh, having you guys on, it's no surprise. You guys are entertaining the world on a regular basis. Uh, gang, if you haven't yet subscribed to their channel, can we make sure we put the channel both in the chat as well as the description for people to find it? Any projects you guys are working on right now that you want people, any any major projects you're working on right now that you want to tell the audience? Mm, um, don't have really sh- don't have shit going on, but not right now. <laughs> well, we're we on tour right now. You can yeah. come see us live at HorseTwinsTour.com, but um, we're on YouTube at Conservative Twins. Yeah, yeah. we start another. Um, YouTube channel, we call it Patriot Twins, where, you know, it's, it's a little less political. It's, it's Our politics come into play, but it's more about current events. Yeah. so More about current events. Mm. Let's put both of those links below. Uh, gang, again, are we doing podcast tomorrow? Tomorrow, Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo is tomorrow. Podcast, fantastic. Hercules, Hercules. We yeah. will Hercules, see you Hercules, guys yeah. tomorrow on the podcast. Fellas, thanks so much for coming on, man. This Thank was a blast. Thank you for having Thank us. You. Absolutely. Thank Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.